Here we go. Welcome once again to another episode of Call to Action Live, our 97th episode. I can't believe we've been on that long. Like, right. it feels like we've been here for years, and yet we just started yesterday at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. But, but either way, I'm here with three lovely ladies and members of Call to Action with me. I'm PLD. Next to me is my co-host of this show, the lovely Kelsey Kirkland. What did you do to your hair? I am wearing a wig because that's what I do as a cosplayer. I get bored, wear wigs. And I'm about to drink. Okay, real quick. I have not had beer in a year because I can't find gluten-free beer. Today I found gluten-free beer, so y'all get to witness me taste testing it. Ready? Let's see. Let's see. It's yeah, actually really good. Wow. I'm I'm You're impressed. welcome, Kelsey. Yeah, it's from St. Louis, so it's all out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, girl. <laughs> You're right. It's because of my, how you got that beer. That's why. I appreciate What's it. Girl. No, not really. It's not. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's totally That's totally how it happened. No. <laughs> Just really quick, I didn't mean what did you do your hair in a bad way, which was such it was shocking when I saw it, you know. Blonde and also it's brunette. Oh my god, we're going there. But either way, let's move on. Down below me here is uh, my other lovely co-host, Alex Mack, the tenth wonder of the world. That's when I start calling her. I don't know why, I just like I love it. The tenth wonder of the world. Alex <laughs> Mack, how are you today? Oh wonder your world, Paul. How about that? Wow. Yes, I, I'm pretty excited. There's a there's a lot to dive into this week. <laughs> there's a lot to dive into this week in particular. It's gonna be a fun one, and a lot of feelings mm -hmm. happened this week. I was yeah. like, oh, mm -hmm. <sighs> so I'm excited. Absolutely, and of course, we're rounding out our crew with our own uh, Megzi numbers. Can we do that? Um, that doesn't sound right. We'll, come up with different we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work we'll on work it. Work on it. Out. Next, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Um, I have spent about the past 10 hours of the past 30 driving a vehicle. So I'm very happy to be seated down, seated down in a seat that is not in a state of accelerated motion. So... Always love rounding out my day, hanging out with you guys. Appreciate that. As always, and of course, you've been working on the stats that you have for this week. We got four uh, matches we're going to be breaking down because we didn't do any real breakdowns this week. It kind of got away from us a little bit. We decided, well, we'll just do it all on call live. Uh, and before before we move any further, I do want to say we do have Jake Yacovetta behind the scenes. So if we start laughing, he's going to be pulling his own little version of Cody Hall. He kind of reacts. <laughs> he's going to like show his face. And he's going to make us laugh because that's what he does. So that's what's happening. If you're confused and we're laughing at nothing, it's probably at Jake. Hashtag blame Jake. And there's that. And there <laughs> we go. That's what I'm talking to about. a great start. Why mm -hmm. did I give Jake the keys to the kingdom? I don't know why. I think he's jealous that I do the action and not the action industry channel. He wants to do it as himself now, but I'll give it to him. All right. Without further ado, let's just get into the show. Get into the show. We're gonna go with the first episode. Uh, the first uh, match we're gonna talk about is Ethan Irwin versus the Insider. Insider Jeff Snyder. Let me know, Megs. Talk about these wonderful stats you broke down for us. Yes, yeah, so this match really went back and forth uh, pretty much the whole game. Uh, coming out of round one, Snyder was able to get a perfect round, including the bonus. Erwin uh, did miss the animated question, which brought him out of that round in only seven. Uh, they both had comparable, uh, well, I, I won't say comparable, but they um, had some differences in their round twos. Uh, Erwin was able to... Uh, he spun away from fantasy sci-fi, ended up taking fantasy sci-fi anyway. Um, Snyder uh, sp 
Athens away from biopics ends up taking the 1980s. Um, there is a slight miscalculation there in the score breakdown there at the top. Uh, it should be four and two for uh, Snyder's round two. I will fix that. Okay. Um, that might be a, an older version. But anyways, you get into round two. Uh, Snyder starts things off, uh, is able to hit his two and his five. And Erwin somewhat uncharacteristically hits his two, but is unable to hit his three or his five. And that does give Snyder the win. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. First of all, don't worry about your little mistake there. Because if you didn't see uh, Frankie numbers over the weekend, uh, or, or the mm. weekend on Facebook, there, was, long there was something post. there. Big There's something in the air. Research post about yes. how Liz Shed and Miller was going to help the quirky Mercs become the champions, and we all kind of went, <laughs> "Huh?" You also see him on Twitter. He huh? also just took, posted a bunch of random letters and numbers, and I never saw what. There's the... something. There's something wrong. He's, 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 he's glitching. <laughs> There's a glitch. There's a glitch in the made... Matrix. There. Yeah. <laughs> when he made that post, at reading, I read it through like. Four times being like, mm -hmm. is there like a code? Try, yeah, trying <laughs> Wait, to dissect everything he was saying. However, I have to say, um, the what he presented is a radical idea. I think it's pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> hypothetically, it could very well happen. Realistically, <laughs> is it gonna happen? That's a very different conversation to have. Well, so, it can't happen when Liz is on the obviously, uh, <laughs> but I will yeah. say, Frankie made me actually second guess myself. That was the problem. I actually read through like four like, times what? myself, and I'm like, wait, Liz is on swag. Is she? Mm -hmm. on I still use him being right and him being pretty knowledgeable about things. I'm like, this, I, maybe I'm wrong, but we love like, we do like Frankie. Frankie's a good guy, we so we'll, we'll, we like busting balls and everything else, buddy. He does a lot of work as well. So, Frankie, a good love you. I still yes. say fuck you, but I still love you too. You know that. Same. <laughs> it's a language of love for us. So, but going back into the match now, we have Erwin versus Snyder. Now, I got to tell you, I predicted Erwin to win because I'm always shocked when he loses. Um, and mm -hmm. this is no different for me, really, honestly. I like Snyder. I think Snyder's had quite a year. He really came come back strong. Um, and you know what? I did see people mention that he did take Irwin to the limit last time. So maybe it was the case that he was due this time, uh, but I'm still surprised. I mean, we know animated is Irwin's <laughs> weakness at this point, and it's bit him in the ass again in round one. That didn't help. Um, but he did well. The both of them kind of went back and forth. I was actually surprised to see Snyder check down so much in the eighties. He always surprised me in that. I feel like he should know the eighties better, but maybe it's because he looks a little older than he is. <laughs> That's why like, I, I feel like he, he's, like, he's kind of he's gotten to where like he rolls his eyes if he gets that category. Right? Like he doesn't really like it. So the I don't know. Like, the man is literally like 34 years old. Right. Right. He look he looks 50, but the man <laughs> is a, just a few years older than us. I so just putting that out there, and he's also went on rants about how the 70s is like the best decade in film history. Yet clearly, it's not a strength of his. He, he's not a he's not he's not a big of the 80s. Right. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, but then, like like Meg said, or when uncharacteristically misses goes oh uh, going against his two pointer misses his three and mm -hmm. his five. There were difficult yeah. questions. They were definitely they were absolutely. But it was. Not typical questions, you're saying. Peas and carrots? That's one of the most iconic lines one. in no, not, not, film times, history. The five-pointer was difficult. Which one was it? 
that was the, uh, the horror movie question that he asked. Mm-hmm. Was, um, I'd never heard of that movie. It either. was a one I had never heard of either, and I watched a lot of. Oh, movies. the Takers. Yeah, I'd never heard of that one to be honest. Yeah, with you. Oh, that's me. Yeah. So, yeah. I would not have had my ninety-four percent on that. With that one came up in the last general standing because I don't know that one at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is that?" I think of the Undertaker from the WWE. That's as close as I got to it. So, um, so I got to be. It is saying mm-hmm. that Irwin usually does better in round in round three. I would think. And, uh, so that was mm-hmm. a surprise to me. But Snyder took it. And Snyder was on fire, and he was so excited. I, I really feel like he almost looked even, this is the time he looked younger than he was, because he looked like a little boy. Like, he's finally like, this is my place. I'm ready to go. I want to take this tournament now. Uh, it was it was interesting to see, and I gotta say, it was a little infectious for as much of a heel as Snyder could be. This was very kind of infectious. You loved kind of seeing it in a way. I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the only one. I don't know about you guys. I, I have grown it, to it, really like Snyder, so I was super happy for him. I always well disappointed when Ethan doesn't take the wing because i enjoy ethan he's a great guy but snyder's I love awesome. oh i love seeing snyder come out of a a bad headspace and mm-hmm. come back like and yeah. that was an amazing work by roxy to keep him in that headspace because otherwise i could have very well seen him just ch- potentially checking out there in that round three and not really pushing to where he needed to be to stay engaged in that. And I I am seeing over there, uh, yes, that was a, a great speech. I think the movie actually for his five-pointer was Horns, or that was oh, the answer. I knew that one. I knew yeah. that one so fast. I was so proud. Oh, okay. Daniel yeah, Radcliffe. I, I had nothing. And Jimmy Temple. I, okay. so I, I might have gotten confused. The question. Yeah, I, I think there, there's another taker's question somewhere else. Yeah, That's I'm like right. mixing them up, but yeah. Okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, Roxy in that third round did what she does best, especially with Snyder. Uh, that, mm-hmm. I mean, people give Roxy a lot of shit for her managing sometimes. Um, but as far as she's specifically for Snyder, she's one that knows how to get in his head and get him under control. Uh, no one else can control Snyder like she can. So I think that's why Snyder owes a great deal of debt to uh, Roxy. And I think he should stick with her if, uh, if he can next year. Mm-hmm. It's just a good match for them. I mean, he never would have gotten as far without her. That's what I'd have to say, I think. Do you still think that even after Snyder's very mysterious post to the Facebook group not too I long do. ago? Because that's how Snyder's turned shit. Snyder's just Stirring the pot. That's what he always does. That's what he likes to do. So I don't love I, doing that shit. Well, well reading, <laughs> I, I, I'm never surprised by that. Or I never, that, I don't read too much yeah. into it. it I was when I read that because again, I read it like multiple times because I never know with Snyder. But I read it more like it, it felt like an admission that the God couple might be done. Honestly, maybe per, potentially, or the maybe odd, it, the odd couple. May- him and him and Roxy, I see Hardy don't see as likely. I yeah. see more likely him breaking away from Andrico, but still wanting to stay with Roxy. Well, that we're talking about a lot. Ben was Bateman was talking about the other day. I think on that one, the action shows that he was talking about like Mark Riley and him are probably done. I and mean, you don't know what's going on. But the same thing is, is this is now we're now going to be two years removed from uh, from Anarchy. And mm-hmm. a few of the teams that are still together at this point, but almost feels like it is time for a lot of these teams to move on. I um, mean, you got the ones that are, um, got the ones that who are still 
making waves. They're still doing things. Obviously, the founding fathers are still hardcore. Obviously, corruption, corruption. is still hardcore. It's still hardcore. Corruption, yeah. But there's a few of them. There's like less and less, and it seems like if they haven't made it there, that made the point that who's the boss has had several chances now and never made it over that 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 hump, so to speak. Maybe it's time to break up and find some new blood. And maybe the odd couple feels that way. They made it. They have the championship. We'll see how this tournament goes. I feel if the mm-hmm. tournament doesn't go their way, this could be the last time you see the odd couple. They and they already. They already mentioned um, in, a, in a post interview that if it doesn't go, if they don't succeed with the team's tournament, they're breaking up. They, I don't. They, I, I believe yeah. everything when I see it because I mean, yeah. just, but I, that could absolutely be, just mm-hmm. be the case. But I know that uh, people talk a lot, especially I've I've learned over the course of my showdown, like following showdown, people say a lot of mm-hmm. things, and then I mean, let's face it, Andrew got retired and then came back like the next by the end of the year. I mean, it's like, just things that kind of happen. They start getting potentially emotional about things. Mm-hmm. I, it's so we'll have to Wait. see, but it could, but it, that yeah. very well could be. If it, if they don't do well in the tournament, maybe they're done. But mm-hmm. until then, Snyder seems excited and seemed really into it and really engaged for the first time. Like, like shock, he's almost shocked, right? At yeah, how well things are going, and like this is amazing. Right. <laughs> what is going on? And like that's what really this is his chance to write his legacy. We asked him that question on show mm-hmm. last year. He thought his legacy was, and he said his legacy, he wasn't done writing his legacy. I think he can make a step. He's mm-hmm. always been called the team's guy. He's the team's mm-hmm. tournament guy. Can he step up and finish up the run with the singles? Can he do it? I don't know. Maybe he can. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. So that's, 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 that's for damn sure. Damn. Um, anything further you want to talk about on this match before I move on to the next one? Nope. I can't. We're good. We're, we're good. good. Other than being a great match. Nothing. It, it was good. I will Great say, get a rock just so you know, Drew was a little longer. We'll just see. We're still he was two, like two days too long. Okay. Two days too long. Though, two yeah. days <laughs> too long. We didn't handle it very well. Me, I literally cried. <laughs> no comment, Jake. I no comment. Time to cry. I was too busy trying to make sure Paul didn't like self destruct. <laughs> Oh, I was not involved in this. I am just hearing the after stories and a little sad, and I wasn't in on everything. <laughs> oh, it, it, is canon, it is canon that he unretired because of me. That's yeah. canon, just so you know. He okay. called him and had yeah. a heart to heart with him, and the next Excellent. day, boom, he's back. I said, get yeah. in That's going in the record him on the ass. I said, get back in there, he, guy. He also, he also, we also literally had a like it was like from you being drunk calling him and we all literally talked to him after <laughs> like yeah. kelsey danny myself we all talked with if we talk with him for like 10 minutes a piece being like please tell me this is not serious are you no. dude dude don't come on man don't, don't. don't be but, doing this but me, paul, paul just went over and be like what the fuck guy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck and we were all like dude stop <laughs> It was a good, yeah. I was, I, I, I'm not gonna make, I'm not gonna mince words with him. If he's gonna pull shit like that, I'm gonna call him out for what he's doing, you know? <laughs> you are also drunk. You're like a bottle yeah. and a half in of Jameson. Yes, 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 that is true. That is so, true. That does factor. It is what it is. It's a variable factor that must be considered. <laughs> That's my boy, Robert. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, I cannot comment on this so we'll find out um, he's not no not, mm. probably not probably not probably not definitely not definitely not <laughs> let's move That's on that's mean way too much credit so all right we're going with the next match there we got liz shannon lightning liz shannon miller and adam Kyrie mm. collins break it down for us megs 
I mean, this is almost a very similar situation where they went back and forth the entire match and it came down to that final round question. Um, Lashana Miller came out of round one and seven. Collins pitches a perfect game again. Um, again, very comparable in their uh, round twos. Collins was able to, he decides to take uh, Sly and Arnie on his first spin. And then um, when Lashana Miller comes up, she decides to take remakes and reboots on her first spin, which we have not actually seen, I believe, in a second round yet. So. Mm-hmm. That's really cool Meg. to see. Hold on, Megs, we um, lost you for a minute. Now Meg, they go back. Megs, we lost you for a minute. You got to broke up for a minute. It, you... Am I back? You're back. You're back now, I think. All That's right. Fine. All right. Can you guys hear me now? I can. Where hear did you, you lose me at? All right. Where'd you, where, did I, where did I lose you guys? Re, re, reboots and remakes. We haven't seen it in a second round match. Yes, right. so I would have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure in round two that has not been utilized yet. Um, and then they go back and forth again. They're in round three with Lishan Miller missing a Thor Ragnarok question for her five pointer, which does give Collins the win. Right. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. Let me take this off. Here we are. Mm-hmm. You want to see something, Alex? Want to look at something stats wise? Oh, no, I was, well, I was just reading. It's like, it, if this is a. I just noticed that they both took their first spins, being Sly and Arnie, and reboots and remakes, mm-hmm. which are categories that, which is obviously with reboots and remakes, it's, it's a category that, like you said, Max, we have we rarely ever no. see uh, right. anyone it, excitedly take. You know, it's more like right kind of situation. Also, Sly and Arnie, you know, it's that's that's not a slice that's used as much. You know, as yeah. it used to be a really popular one, but not as much anymore. So, and they both take it on their first. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, and I think real. sometimes, and I think for it, maybe for this particular wheel, it was more of a situation of there were more things they maybe didn't want to take yeah. versus ones that they were super excited to go for. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe remakes and reboots would is a potential one that I would guess would have gotten on the re- wheel regardless. Sly and Arnie is more likely one that was actually requested, um, just based on kind of what I've been seeing put on the wheel consistently. Um, but again, those could have been also requested slices that they just didn't uh, allude to. So it's yeah. always fun for me to look at that, like watch the wheel, and I think mm-hmm. somebody said this. I don't forget one of our our the people who watch when our fans watch us were saying. Like we always spin the wheel, we always pause the wheel to look, and we always try to guess. And because I do that and in I'm, real life, I was like, and I'm writing, and I'm now writing down all the categories because we were like craning our necks. I'm like, I'm just gonna write these down so I can list them off when we break down because I was getting tired of mm-hmm. contorting my neck every time. <laughs> but gotta say, okay, this was the match I was definitely looking forward to. Two people who were mm-hmm. definitely underestimated, I believe, or well, hard to underestimate a rookie. It's a rookie versus someone who was underestimated at that point. They made mm-hmm. their way through. They both had these destiny kind of things. I mean, Collins beating Roca, uh, Lisha and Miller turn around, beat Chance and Bibiani. It was a, it was a strong, strong match, and it went the way you'd want this kind of match to go. It wasn't like. 
I don't know, it was back and forth with the Titanic struggle here and there. At the end, Collins just led a little, led by a little bit more. That's all it was. And Liz had a, uh, I don't remember yeah. her five pointer either. I, I wish I'd, I did get a chance to watch the match before that. It I was, it, I knew it was about Thor Ragnarok. I'm trying to, it was, okay, a, it, uh, was it was what animal did right. Loki uh, turn into? Did Loki turn into? Yeah. 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 I knew that one. I also forgot it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of, Yeah, it, it is kind of it was kind of a tough question. It was a tough question for a five point. I get that mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah, I, I did know it, but if you're not like in depth in the MCU, maybe she's not as in depth in the MCU. It's definitely a five point type question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's it. At the end of the day, she just didn't have the five pointer. But that's all. And sometimes you don't have the five pointer. It hasn't happened with Adam mm-hmm. Collins. Dad, he seems to have every answer. Um, that's what we're waiting on. Um, but it was a he great has. Match. Yeah, but, he has missed. He missed a three pointer. Um and like and like there's been those kind of like random little misses, but for the most part, he is very solid and has been consistently solid this entire tournament. Yes, indeed, I mean, and it continues to go on. Um, but I will say, I do hope. I think I think she does now. I think she does. I hope that Liz Miller has got a lot of respect on her name at this point. Oh, she she should. She's been incredible. Been. Um, real quick, we do have a super chat. I want to throw up the screen there. Movies on TV. Uh, not sure who said it first, but what do you guys think of the Rundown Boys calling Adam Collins the Thanos of the MTS? He's just snapping and going through them all, I guess. That's what he's saying. Uh, okay. It's not a bad joy. It's not a bad thing because he's going through them like a, a hot knife through mm-hmm. butter at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to, I want to see who, who's going who's gonna to take him down first. Uh, is he going to go undefeated this year? Absolutely could at this point. I wouldn't put it past Good. him. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but what do you guys think about that? Um, I I don't know. I feel like maybe there's other characters I would maybe compare him to more so than Thanos. <laughs> uh, but I I can see their point. So I'll say I I can yeah. see it. I'm but I'm thinking there is probably someone that's a little bit closer. But if you're just going off the top of your head, that is a reasonable comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting. Uh, end of these two semifinals, the whoever comes out of the final, the person who is going to go up against Merle has never met him in competition for a tournament. That's I, right. Unless That's right. uh, mm-hmm. Snyder gone 1v1 with him? Not 1v1. I, that is not gone I don't 1v1 think so. I don't think yet. so. Mm-hmm. No, definitely yeah. not. It's, it's definitely, I'm actually, I think Christian said that, that whoever won was going to be mm-hmm. the first time to be somebody who didn't. Yeah, it. I think he said that, but I was like, I was double checking through my mouth. Hey, yeah. Does Snyder. Erwin was the only one you had. Erwin was the only one you had. Mm-hmm. So yes. Snyder, Miller, yeah. or Con. So that makes it a very exciting spectacular yes. either way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Without further ado, before we, I think before we get into the the, uh, the throwdown, I think we should talk about uh, the upcoming match next week and potentially the spectacular. Uh, we got Snyder versus Collins now. And let me say Snyder, it's, it's kind of a case of old school versus new school. Mm-hmm. Collins seems to be the guy who's been studying for like a lot. He's been really breaking it down. While Snyder's just that guy who he's supposedly he's studying more than he lets on. That's what I, that's what the, the rumor mill has. That's what Roxy yeah. kind of said at the some Roxy. point. As Roxy has said. But maybe that's just her trying to push push him up. Who knows? You never can tell. People say bullshit all the time just because they want you to hear something. But mm-hmm. either way, it is someone who's definitely old. He's definitely shooting from the hip. He's definitely has a gunslinger, a swag. He's got the swagger. And you got Collins, who's not a swaggering guy at all. He's very low-key. Uh, his dry sarcasm is getting a little bitier and bitier mm-hmm. 
and sharper as it goes on. And I'm here for it. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that he's got a little bit of a, maybe a little, I don't know if he's taking in some of these uh, promos and he's like giving them his own spin. I know he works with people probably who help him out a little bit, but he's getting better and better at the promos. Um, I'm his last one was amazing. Right. Right. Okay. And he's got the little catchphrases, the I concurs, uh, the uh, correction is, he does all mm -hmm. these things. Just, just yeah. enough to be maybe getting under someone's skin, like a Snyder. I have a young whippersnapper that's doing that tough to Snyder. That could throw Snyder completely off his game. Um, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Alex. Um, I just want to give, give you guys a heads up. We did receive a super check from our very own ever lovely Jake Alcaveta yeah. saying, shout out to Leo Logan for keeping up the Schmodown wiki. That shit has helped me more than you know. Damn right. I will tell you oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. That before every match, before every time I go live at CCUA or chill or anything, I am mm -hmm. usually bring that up and talk about it. <laughs> think about it. Look up everything. To have it ready to go, like look up stats or look up everything else. It is a godsend. I really appreciate it. I've used it. it to double check myself. As mm -hmm. I'm working on mine, Like I use that as my reference point of one of my reference points of, okay, have I caught, have I catched everything? Right. Exactly. It, it's almost like, I don't want to say it's frustrating, but you see, like uh, when you when you read it, it's just like it's very hard to get a to like Leo Logan. We want to be like, hey, dude, what you doing? Can we can we chat with you? Can we chat with you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very hard to get a hold of you. You will get have Leo so, come on sometime. Nice to have Leo have a guest. Yeah, I, I would honestly, I would honestly really like to have him as a guest. Uh, mm -hmm. That'd be really cool. Or Leo, like, you're out there, hit me up. Get us up. Yeah, get us up, Leo. Yo. Um, yeah, and I will say really he's cool. like it's so cool, like it's so in depth. Like we're even a part of it. Like, he's got like called actions yeah. on there, the, the podcast on there. That's in depth stuff, man. That's impressive stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's um, really intense. So anyway, we got a couple more super chats. I want to go on before we move on to that. And just say movie Fenobi says PLD is a thing. Hashtag Ed Harris surrounded by fabulous ladies. I hope everyone enjoys the weekend. Oh look, and Adams, Steve, <laughs> my man, my man boy, I love it. Uh, by the way, real quick, yes, he did. He did mention on Chile he was studying too. Again, I never know what he's saying. He always kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> mukbang reviews. Alex is my favorite on-screen presence during this important time in the showdown. Megs, Kelsey, <laughs> PLD are also amazing. Thanks for your hard work. Thank you for your donation. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank you. Mukbang reviews for always the support. Thank you for the support very much. So, um, so hands, you know, like. Hand down, what do you what's your prediction for next week's match? The finals of the tournament. You got Collins versus Snyder. I'm gonna start off with I'll start off today. I'm gonna go with Collins. I'm on the Collins train at this point. I'm all aboard the Collins corruption choo choo train for that particular person. I don't know if he can be beaten until he's beaten. It's like one of those games that you, if you talk about anybody who knows football, I know uh, it's sports ball, Kelsey. That's what I'm talking about. Sports, sports ball. ball. <laughs> In football, you run the ball until they can stop you. If they can't stop you, you just keep running at it. So I'm on that board. I'm running with Collins until somebody proves that they can take him down. I don't know. What do you got? What do you think, Kelsey? This is so hard for me. Logically, I think Collins has it, but I would be so happy for Jeff and Roxy, if Jeff pulls the win, I just think it would, that story to me would just be so awesome. But I, my, logically, I think Collins has it. I, I, I think it's going to be a good game, but I think it's, he's going to solidly win that match. So, Alex? Um, uh, it's, it's kind of funny when you guys, uh, when you guys were talking earlier about, uh, you know, Thanos 
it, it, you know, Collins being considered Thanos because I, it, when it comes to, I absolutely agree on the snaps. Absolutely. You can't deny that. I love it. You know, I, at the same time, when I, when I think of San, Thanos, I think of someone completely unbeatable except for one person. It takes that one person. Um, but also I think of someone that's a monster and a big personality. Adams is not that. <laughs> I, I think he's knowledge wise, he's completely there. I feel like he's like the next potential bids once he gets more confidence, you know, being on screen, things like that. Once he's doing like, you know, like we're able because he's just such a chill guy. He's like Ethan Irwin, you know, um, but we've seen we, we've seen Ethan kind of get weird behind the scenes. <laughs> and so I actually I can be like I can be like Ethan Irwin, totally be Thanos. Adam, I can't really see that yet personally, but you know, he's definitely has potential to be there overall. Um, I honestly, I, I would, I actually really want Snyder to take this and I'm not rolling with my head on this. I'm actually rolling with my heart. I think Snyder's got it. You got Snyder. All right. Well, I want Snyder. Yeah. I gotta, you know, I should have known that because I chose Collins that you had to take Snyder because you <laughs> never agree with me. <laughs> Are you saying that I picked it because of you? I don't know. I have a suspicion. I have a suspicion that might be what a narcissistic thing to say, Paul. You know what? You guys look at this behavior. This is some narcissistic AF behavior. I'm making it seem like my entire thought process is like surrounding the big PLD. No, I'm sorry, my dude. We just have opposing, passionate, differing views on the subject. I'm sorry. Every single subject. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, am I? Should I'm I? Right. You're wrong. I, it's okay. Should I? Should I have different? Should I have the same opinions of you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me just like bow to you in your opinions. Let me just. Let that's me just not think for myself. That's the smartest thing you've said all time. The whole time you've been on. Oh wow! Oh wow! Mm. <laughs> that's a dick thing to say, but okay. It was. It was. It would be called live if we didn't spar, though. Come on. Makes it just gonna stand. Honestly. <laughs> Do we have call live without a spy? It's all right. <laughs> Meg. Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Megs, what do you have to say about it? So I can't deny Collins's percentages and how consistent he has been throughout this entire tournament run. It, the numbers are there and they don't lie. But Snyder's playing with an X factor. And that's something I can account for in my numbers. And that's what makes him a surprise. And I love being surprised. So I would not be shocked if Collins takes it. But it would be awesome to see Snyder take it. And to just mm -hmm. keep that narrative going of he is finally elevated to that next level that's going to take him to that title shot again. Um, and him being in a much better headspace in general going into it, I think will give him the edge that he's going to need. Okay. So we have two versus two. We'll have to see how that goes next week when we, uh, when we break it down again. Mm -hmm. um, it is an interesting point. I do want to actually interesting point Wes and Iroh brings up. Snyder did say he wanted to face Liz because Collins is still an unknown to him. That could mm -hmm. be, I mean, that could be the case. Maybe Snyder might mm -hmm. not like it. So, I mean, I, I, he I, might. So. Um, okay, well, you know what? Just even though it was something we'll break down eventually, anyway, because this is a long term away. But what would you rather see, Snyder versus versus Dan Merle, or Adam Collins versus Dan Merle? 
I think for entertainment value, Snyder, I think that just like that clash of personalities would be fantastic. But for just like, I, I don't know, Collins with his level of gameplay, things like that, it would be a very like back and forth punches being thrown over time kind of match, which is fun in its own right. But I think Snyder would be more entertaining overall. Okay. All right. Alice, what do you want? Um, Again, it's very hard to make that kind of description. Um, okay, I honestly, like I said, I do think that Snyder's gonna Snyder's gonna win. I do somehow, some way. I feel like though, realistically, I feel like Adams might walk away with it somehow. I don't want it though. I mean, like I do, I do, but I don't. But it's just like. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just really funky. Um, yeah, he Collins, yeah, we haven't really seen a true weakness in him uh, so far. Um, yeah, but I don't know. You know, it's just, mm. I don't know. Okay. All right. Megs, what do you want to say? So coming back to the experience, Snyder has been in championship positions before, albeit in teams. Mm-hmm. But then he also had that one uh, championship match against Oyama. Collins has not had to face a five-round match, yeah. Um, which could factor into it. I think his match, based on what I'm seeing, could become a rival to Dan Merle's knowledge, mm-hmm. which could make it a very interesting battle of knowledge. But Snyder has that up into we don't know some of the things he knows. Right. Again, it's that wild card X factor that just makes it so much more fun and interesting. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I didn't answer this myself either. I got to say, part of me, if we're talking about just desire, about what we want, if this is an mm-hmm. actual live event, I want Snyder because for exactly yes. that reason, it's the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Snyder's yeah. will be fun. It'll be entertaining. Snyder's going to be having mm-hmm. that swagger. Uh, he's like that. But if it's purely on a digital format, like pop like this, I almost want to see. I think that's a good story seeing Collins go from yes. rookie and just running mm-hmm. through the table and facing Dan Merle and see if he can finish that up. Because if he runs the table, wins the tournament, and then beats Dan Merle, that's spectacular. My God. I mean, that we talk about Oyama. Uh, so is that, I was going to say, is that run. more impressive than what Oyama did last year? That's something I'd have to debate. I have to look at Honestly, the people in the kinda. But I think so. because it's Oyama like, didn't have to go through a tournament, right? It's the quality. He went through like little mini gauntlets, but it wasn't a full-on 36-person tournament. It was the yeah, quality right. of opponents right from that get-go. And you're talking about I mean, yeah. you have Andres Gallego who didn't have hasn't you know established himself, but that's the mm-hmm. only person. Everyone's been John Roca, Lon Harris, Liz Shin and Miller who made this stuff. If he beats Jeff Snyder, and then uh, that's that's a quite Meyer, I mean, not, not only that, he, and Meyer too. Not only that, but wait, one he, second, I want to else. Not only that though, but it's the it's not that, but it's the way he did it with all the TKOs at first and KOs at first. It wasn't just beating him. He was solidly beating him. But go ahead, Alex. He, he didn't win because he was performing well. He won because he was, sure. But he won because his opponents were performing actively bad. Do I have to bring up how many 100% accuracies he's done? No, absolutely. Absolutely. But that being said, he did not go to the third round. He got he was able to TKO him because John Roca barely could do his, do his, his second round in his strength. Lon got like one point correct in his second round in spite of having like a near perfect first round. Um, you know, like so uh, that Brennan Meyer was his first really great one and not to, not to mention you know when he played Andres Gallego he ended up choosing a slice on the wheel that is actually uh 
also a, he chose a a strength a strength uh, to, that was also his uh, Adam's strength, you know, inner geekdom. So it was just like a lot of it was in his favor for a little bit. But so his first real opponent where he really had a lot of back and forth actively and in, in, up until the third round was Brendan Meyer. Now, I, I do think when it comes to hypothetically, if we were in a championship match, I do think that Roxy as a manager, I think she's fantastic, obviously. I do think that Shannon is a great is a better strategist as a manager, especially because she's trained champions before in those championship matches multiple times. Um, and, so has you know, Shannon? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Shannon has okay. done, that, done that several times. Roxy, we've seen her do that once, but it's been a very long time since we've seen her do that. Um, so okay. I'd be curious to see. I, I think that's also going to really come into play as well. Just... That's an interesting sidebar. We do have some super chats and streamlabs I want to get to. Um, mm -hmm. Interesting sidebar. I, I feel like Roxy and Shannon are very similar managerial-wise. I wonder how much of – and this is no slight to Shannon the Queen. Um, mm -hmm. How much of, this, of that, of Shannon's success with all you're talking about as far as strategies and everything else, has to do with Mike and Chance being those very uh, studying strategy type people, whereas Mark Andreco and Jeff Snyder – are not known for their strategy as much. Mark is more, mm -hmm. Mark, Mark is a little bit, but Mike and Chance are one of the people who do a lot of studying, a lot of strategy. So does, yeah. does, so how much is that is Shannon and how much of that is not? Like if we switch them, mm -hmm. would they, from what, how that day? From what I've been told, Shannon is, from what I've been told from numerous people in our faction, they say that, yeah, sure, Chance, Chance is a real big strategist, but Shannon is also just as much of a strategist as well. And so they really go back and forth a, a lot, going over pros and cons, strengths and weaknesses, betting accordingly, you know, um, how to utilize that speed round effectively as well. And so versus some of the other competitors really don't have that benefit. Now, again, I just don't know if Roxy has that because she's a very much, a, I don't want to say she's an emotional uh, manager. She's like all about the motivation. She's just like, hey, you got to got to pull yourself up you got to do this you got to pull yourself together and that that was makes her the best manager she could be for jeff that makes her the best for jeff period i don't know if jeff could succeed with other managers interestingly enough but at least as much i wouldn't say i couldn't bake it all on it because yeah yeah no absolutely like i don't know if he like i don't know if he would be able to recover like he did you know if it right. wasn't for roxy being like hey get your shit together Right, <laughs> you got this. You're still in this. I mean, you know? exactly. So I mean, I I just feel like I find them when I see them. Mm -hmm. I, I, we don't know what we do behind the screen. You can tell people tell us things and here and then you hear them in the, you hear you know hearsay uh -huh. from different people. But watching them on screen, they both seem to have those kind of like big moments. Like we'll get into the corruption thing a little bit. But Shannon mm -hmm. had the same kind of moment where she had to buckle corruption down. And yeah. it seemed like mm -hmm. it was, so it almost seemed like they have very similar styles. So I wonder if we mm -hmm. had, like, and I wish we could see them managing the same people and see how this is resulted. be like a test in almost no way, control subject and everything else. But either way, I think that Roxy gets underrated sometimes. And I yeah. do wonder if, if, if that's only because the people that she has are not mm -hmm. quite the same style. Mm -hmm. So we'll find out yeah. though. Um, before yeah. we get any further, I know we're into that. So we do have some super chats and stream laps to get through. So let's go to this real quick. Uh, ben Rayner, hey, guy, hey guys, happy Saturday. If Collins beats Dan, how much of an upset would that be? A major one, or would it be more? Would it be more impressive than upset? Whoa! It would depend on on the manner in which he wins. Okay. Yeah. I, I do if it comes that. down to the wire and it comes down to one final question, or if it gets into sudden death, I wouldn't necessarily consider it an upset. 
But okay. if somehow Dan comes apart and Collins runs away with the match. And there's a KO or TKO, perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Then I would more give that. It's sim- similar to the Guy Merle situation. I would mm-hmm. go a little bit either way and say I think it's an upset either way. I mean, because you talk about a guy who's had, what, you know, four matches? True. Four matches, and now he's played very, very well, but it's four matches overall versus the guy who is largely considered, rightfully so, the greatest of all time, who has yes. shown yeah. over and over again he is the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. So I think if Collins wins at all, it is an upset. Now, I would say the impressive comes in more if if it ends up being some kind of TKO or knockout, which I do not see happening. I think Damarill way too good to ever be that way. I mean, yeah, he got TKO'd by our Lord and Savior. That's true, but that's a different Dan Merle. Uh, has a whole other era. Whole era at this point. Uh, I can't see him mm-hmm. getting TKO'd or knocked out, but that would be impressive and an upset. Um, so I'm going to go more towards upset, but they that's not mutually exclusive. I think you can be right. it can be I, both impressive and an upset. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one oh. more thing we got here. I got another one from Mukbang Reviews again. Thank you again so much. Uh, what do you all make of the IG champ Chandru character and knowledge? I like him, but as a known heel, he gets so much hate. Will he defend? Hashtag Alex Mack. Mukbang, I think we'll hold off on that because I think we are going to talk about that Ooh. during mm-hmm. our breakdown of the throwdown. So, my dude, salute. We will get to that uh, soon, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um Super Chats, we, we do, our stream lines, we do have, we have Ferris saying mm-hmm. hello. And a very also, generous hello. Thank you so much, Ferris, my dude. Ferris is very generous to us all the time. I love Ferris. Uh, if you ever want to see Ferris and get impressed by Ferris, watch the last edition of the general debate. He mm-hmm. was on fire. Uh, he was. A legend, a legend already in the general debate. Uh, he, he's amazing. All right. Uh, other stream labs we did have here. We have Jeremiah Morris, always a generous person as well. We love Jeremiah here. Uh, I get Jeff. He beat Oyama, who only missed one question. He's got, I got Jeff. He beat Oyama, who only missed one question in two games. All right. That's, uh, that's definitely, I think either choice is valid. Yeah, I'll say it can, that one can go either way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, All right. John Lestrina. Another general, another general in the action army. Love you having here. Hashtag ladies night. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching Adam Collins play, but so far his character is very plain. But for right now, results are more important. Um, I will say yes. It started out very plain. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting more and more each time he comes on. He's though, so. he's developing it more. He's letting more of that come out. Um, from what I understood, he didn't do a whole lot of character work in other leagues. He kind of came in did mm-hmm. trivia and he was done. So this yeah. is a new realm for him to come into that mm-hmm. sort of character, but he's adapting very well. Definitely. He's always been a competitor in the fan leagues where he's just been like, Hey, I'm just here to train. I'm just here to play. And somehow, Oh, mm-hmm. I need a record. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 34 uh, points. Crazy. <laughs> it's just like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> He's just so nice about it. He's just like, oh, wow. I love that oh, character. Cool. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love he's it. just—he's so nice. <laughs> like, dang it, come on. <laughs> and yes, Jake, when he's that when he's that generous, I love him. Even tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I will be yelling. I will yell at him whenever, but it's at heart, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, that it for now. We, go into the, we want to go into the spoiler-filled section now. If you haven't seen oh. 
the uh, throwdown from last night. Uh, you probably should pause this, go watch this, and come back. Because uh, we're going to get into all of it. We're going to get all into the all both matches, uh, the post-game, uh, where we're going far from there. So we're going to throw up that little spoiler ticker down below, Jake, if you can do that and get us going. And then we'll bring up the first match we'll talk about was the undercard, uh, Stacey Howard versus Gray Drake. Before we do, Meg, i got to say, let's just start real quick. How was that Gray Drake entrance? That was amazing. Right? Totally. I loved it. And, like, I knew that she did a lot of different characters. Um, but when she came on, I got instantly what she was doing. I said, okay, I see you. This is good. <laughs> this is good utilization of the digital era. I love it. I really – I missed her already because I do remember her her being always a fun person to watch. Modoc, mm -hmm. uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and all the matches mm -hmm. before – I don't think I realized how much I missed her until I saw that entrance. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, this is what the showdown has been missing a little bit. A little bit of this. Uh, this yeah. Is here. Uh, I loved it, man. I loved it completely. What did you think, Ox? Uh, it was so fantastic. I, I was chatting with Kelsey about this earlier. We were talking about costumes and things like that because you're wearing this awesome wig. And I was like, girl, love your hair. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's watching this, it's a reminder that you can, competitors and teams and everything can still do such, you know, not only awesome, awesome intros, but awesome costumes and characters and everything throughout successfully you know there's you know there's some for some competitors it's just like what's why put in the effort on that aspect of you know the match you know when it's all virtual like this it, you know it kind of takes away you know it's just not as fun as it is in studio right um mm -hmm. but seeing gray do it it, it just it, it was so much fun i loved it and it was so stacy and i was so here for it <laughs> With the wine and the hair and the, <laughs> and, and, and Stacy's reaction was excellent too because she's going like, she actually hits it right on point initially, and she was all for it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Uh, they were great too. Some together having Shannon, and, mm -hmm. uh, Shannon having uh, Stacy and Gray together like that just made for good fun. And that's what, was, to me, this it is was what undercard should be. Yes, the, like, it, yeah, this was an excellent. Undercard match. We've had talks before on the channel. Some people say you have to earn a match, and I get that idea. But sometimes it's just nice to have that fun little entertainment match. It's mostly, I mean, this ended up being a good trivia match as well. Don't get me wrong mm -hmm. as, far as that goes. But just having those fun, flashy entertainments, no title on the line, no stakes on the line besides your points for your faction. I mean, that's enough these days, I guess. But it's just entertaining. It's just fun beyond just the usual trivia thing. That's just that's something I love this moment down for. I love the, the storylines and everything else. So anytime we can get a little flash of that, I'm in for it. So, absolutely. Well, with that being said, why don't you break down the stats, Max? Yeah. So, coming in, um, we ended up having uh, Stacey Howard scoring five points in that first round. Uh, Gray Drake came out with seven points, so she was able to uh, decide to spin first. She spins away very decisively from uh, period pieces and costume dramas uh, and ends up taking the 90s. Does pretty well there, going uh, three out of four for the full two points, checking out a multiple choice once. Stacey Howard follows up, though, with getting spinner's choice and claiming that her counterpart did not uh, carry her in essence properly, chooses period pieces and costume dramas, and also does very well. Um, kind of similar thing, uh, getting three questions for the full two points, 
does miss on a multiple choice, but uh, Grey Dragon is not able to steal that. Um, we get into the third round and things get a little more interesting. Um, Stacy has to hit her two and her three in order to bounce it back to Grey. And unfortunately, she goes 0 for 3 in her third round, uh, giving Stacy the victory that day. Get these better off here. Uh, I will say, going into this match, that I'll admit it now, I kind of forgot how good Gray was. Um, to a degree, I had predicted uh, Stacy on our show, and I'm coming up next. I predicted Stacy how I was going to win. And I thought this was. Pretty much going to be not that it was going to be a walk in the park, but that it was going to be a solid victory. That round one woke, woke me up. I'm like, wow, this mm-hmm. is hot and cold. And graded very, very well. Um, I was expecting a little more ring rust from her. She seemed to just get everything under control. Uh, round two was fine. I guess the only thing it comes down to is as much as I love her, I don't, I don't mean this any disrespectfully. She just she shit the bed in round three. She didn't get anything right. And she did. She didn't one, know him. Uh, one. The one question that really shocked me and everybody made is me, but I, I think a lot of people reckon the fact that John Williams scoring Superman was yeah. like, mm, that's yeah. like a big miss. I remember everybody's kind of like, really? That's, I mean, everybody has big misses like that. And I guess it happens more than you think, but it's one of the things like that's what I knew. Like, as soon as she missed that, I'm like, oh, this, she's in trouble now. She's, if she's missing that, that's, that's trouble. I mean, she, I, I didn't, I couldn't necessarily fault her. She did pick the other very popular composer. But John Williams is very well known for several very big franchises, and I feel like Superman is one of them. Especially for a two. I didn't though. You didn't know it either. You really? Didn't? I was like, I like, I, I like, I guess, but I was like, I mean, it just even just oh, the fact that it the depends on what you. And he was like one of like five, but to me, it's like, what you grew up with. I think. I think iconic. I think of Jaws. I think of Super. I don't think of Superman. I think of Jurassic Park. And um, Star Wars. I don't think it's Superman. And here's how I remember Superman. So, but here's the thing: how I remember the Superman one also is like the Superman theme and the Star Wars theme have very similar beats and themes. Like my ex-husband used to joke about, like they're practically the same song. So that's how I always can remember them too. Because if you let's think about them, they're they're very similar. Also, I think the idea that if you have a scored in soundtrack, if it's it's the two point question, and it scores a soundtrack. You pretty much should always guess John Williams. <laughs> that's always like your beard. That's unless you know for sure. Unless it's like for some reason Lord of the Rings or something else had that Howard Shore is really known for. You're Zimmerman pretty much guaranteed it's going to be one of those two at least. So I, I just I was a little surprised about. That. I'm going to say I was a little surprised about that, especially. And this is the thing, Alice. Also, Gray is a little older. I don't know exactly. I don't ask a lady her age, but I feel like she's older. Like in my age, that was a big soundtrack after that. Something that you just kind of you grew up knowing that. Um, but I don't want to pick on her or say anything else. I mean, it, it always happens. Everybody has big misses. But that one yeah. did surprise me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And once that happened, I was kind of like, ooh, ooh, this is not good now. And Stacy just hung on at that point. She got her mm-hmm. thing. She was down in the mm-hmm. first round, down second round, and she pulled it out as only Stacy can do, pulling out that Stacy right. Howard magic. Yeah. Really? Like Ethan Hardwick question. Yeah, I knew that, that one. one. I'm like, I'm like that's the like, third quarter. Was, that, <laughs> me, that was... That was a two pointer, Max. I knew it instantly. I was but like, still, she pulled it. So I'm good. she did 13. Missing yep. already. Twilight. <laughs> Come on. It's like it's it's like when people think of like it's till this day when people talk about young adult films, they refer, people talk about her. They they and also Twilight is like the movie that she's most associated with the most, unfortunately. But that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. But something I really want to highlight about this match was, you know, like I said, the costumes and everything is that Stacy's reactions to Gray getting a mummy question. Meanwhile, she was like, 
and I was just like feel because my person because I knew the question because I knew the answer per- personally right away because it's my personal mm-hmm. favorite movie of 1999 which is considered a risky pick I don't know why but yeah, like, I love I it have the same reaction as her and it was just so funny <laughs> she was like, you can see her eyes just like mm-hmm <gasps> mm-hmm <laughs> Be like Ben Bateman saying they're getting like somebody's getting a warrior question or something. And he's (laughs) the eyes get really wide. I want that question. (laughs) But uh, at the end of the day, she uh, she wants Stacy wins the match. She gets her points, um, and Mm -hmm. she put herself in a good state for uh, whatever happens in the future. I think she's in a good position for next year. I mean, she probably I don't think probably probably won't see her again unless we see her in like an exhibition or. Got on her card. Uh, I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what's going to go down between the tournaments and the spectacular. There's going to be other matches here and there. I think you're going to have other, you know. Yeah, it's not like maybe. What, is there one more throwdown uh, before spectacular? Is that what I've heard, I, or am I yeah, making you know, that up? One November, yes. Okay. One more November, just like the one we were talking about. Actually, um, we're going to talk about a record going after this match. Well, Stacy Howard's record eight after this: six, eight, and five, or something. Stacy Howard is seven and five in singles, and four and five in teams. Sounds right. I thought that was I before. I, I thought that was before this match. That might be a mm-hmm. see. I don't have her full numbers in front of me, so I can't. Nope, it says I can. Seven. I can either confirm nor deny. It is seven and five now. It is seven and five now. Oh, so she, so she was that's close that's to a five hundred before this, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But but that's also her. She pulls things out miraculously and then sometimes she just she doesn't have it yeah so yeah. but she seems uh, to pull it out in the in the big in the big matches need it yeah exactly. those first and, round upsets that she's very famous for now and both her matches this year i think she only had the two matches this year was mm-hmm. her and yeah. zipper which is a classic some people i mean that was amazing it's some people at the time were saying it'd be match of the year i think that it probably would happen too early in the year because there's a recency bias that tends to happen in these things yeah. remember things yeah more. um but that that time back in may i was like that's a this is a match of the year candidate um, and that was that good. And she had the luck, the, the luck or the magic or whatever there. And she had it here as well. That it mm-hmm. worked in her favor. I think she's in a good place to be grafted well next year. I mean, she's not going to be a first round player, obviously. Probably not a second round player, but that high third round player, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Depending on who. Especially if you have someone that you can pair her up with the, in teams, because her teams, she does very well mm-hmm. in the teams format as well. She's got that match. She, she's always a hot. Hot, hot and cold, but she has that ability to pull something out at any time. Mm-hmm. So. I mm-hmm. love this match. I did love this match. It was a great thing. But yes, yeah, she's definitely a competitor. I feel like it's pretty consistently slept on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's just for a, 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 a for several reasons. One, because she is able to really some. She is able to um, really. Um, sometimes when with some matches, she definitely has moments where it's just like, if she doesn't have it, she doesn't have it. Her first round really wasn't great, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, most competitors now are averaging six points. Um, and she walked away with, I believe four points in the first round. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. four and seven. She was, so in the first round, she was definitely lower than average. But she always, but then she, where she struggles in the first round, she really does well in the second and third round. 
Um, so I, I really am kind of curious and where usually it's the opposite for like 90% of competitors, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, so she is definitely, if, but if she really knuckles down and decides to really actively study a lot of surface level knowledge, you know, I think she could be one of the biggest stars to really kill it, honestly, when it comes to Shmodam. You know, um, that's thing if she decides to do that. But if she decides, because right now she's obviously doing really, really great. She just has a lot of potential to do so much better. <laughs> Very true. I have to see. I have to see what mm-hmm. happens. I mean, I wonder if she's someone who could definitely have a, a managerial change that would be to her benefit. I have to say. I don't know who who would you think would be a good better manager for her next year. She's probably gonna stay. You think she's gonna stay at Roxy? You think so? I think so. What do you guys you think? think? Roxy, you think Roxy's a good fit for her? Yeah, she okay. seems to be fitting well with her. Whether or not she'll be able to hold on to her is yeah. to be seen. She could be. I'm trying to think of who else on. You got Alex Damon. You got Andrego Snyder, Stacy, Vivida, Del Rio, Haybon, Kurtler, Kevedo, and yeah. Jared. I mean, she's really got a pretty good team to pull from as far as her top three. It's not like she only has so many options available. There are several good choices in there. I think all three. Uh, Andrego Snyder. To, technically, you can keep one or two of them. Honestly, technically, if you want. Yeah, yeah you don't have right. to. But I yeah, but. But I think she would def. I think Roxy would definitely try and fight to get if she isn't able to keep her. I think she would fight to draft, get her and draft her, redraft yeah. her. Yeah, which is something I think you're going to see a lot of managers do. A lot of managers might go, you know what? I'm going to drop him and then or drop her, him or her, and I'll try to just redraft him because they have to. Some people are going to be higher priority than them. Like for yeah. example, you got the rock stars. You already have Snyder, Draco, and Draco and Damon are your top three. Yeah, All I three are keepable at that point. If you're gonna if you're gonna keep the odd couple together, uh, Roxy right. seems like she wanted to. Again, I don't know. They did talk about them breaking up, but maybe even if they break up, would you not want at Snyder and, and Draco on your squad? If you just teamed them up with somebody else, I mean, you'd still kind of want them on your squad. I think Roxy seems to work well with them. They're great strategists. Yeah, so we can have that work out, and then maybe you try to get a, a Howard. But I wouldn't be surprised. Also, wouldn't be just just shooting out here. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't take Demon, just the lack of Star Wars magic. So now there's going to be a tournament again next year. Maybe, hopefully, if that's the case, then maybe mm-hmm. but you don't get the points from a tournament if Alex Damon is still champion. That's that's you true. want to get the one match or two matches a year. I mean, it all depends on a lot of things. There's a lot of strategy you can keep. Maybe you can get a Star Wars player who's going to be the tournament. I mean, she chatted. She had to trade for Josh Cavedo. Um, to get someone in the tournament, and it didn't work mm-hmm. out well for her because he didn't even make it in the tournament. He was the play-in. He lost the play-in. Though. Right. He lost his play-in. So I don't know. It should be interesting yeah. to see what going to do there. So I don't know. If I and, it, and, and this is something that will be really interesting to talk about once we get a little more detail on the draft for next year. It seems like this is setting up the players to have a lot more say in, if you draft me, I will not play for you. Like they're, we're starting to get a little bit of that working into the attitudes you're hearing from certain players, which yeah. will be very interesting to, to discuss as we get to the end of this year. It, we don't, it's definitely not clearly, clearly, it's definitely not words. clearly, or it's words are good. It's definitely not <laughs> clearly defined how that works because right. if someone's drafted, can they refuse to play? I yeah. guess you could refuse to play, but you don't play for anybody else because you have the rights at the same time. But not only officially, you got to talk about the unofficial aspect. For example, right. Finsock could 
whatever. The FinTech could draft Bateman, let's say, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. uh, Bateman, but does he want the headache of that knowing Bateman doesn't want to play for him? Right. Definitely and him demand and like him demanding a trade and going through all that rigmarole. Yeah. It's not yeah. even worth it. I'd almost rather right. take somebody else seem a lesser talent than Bateman because it's much easier to do that way and try to figure out something else to trade wise or whatever. Mm -hmm. right. Can you imagine like uh, someone drafting Mike or Chance? I thought it was going to happen last year. I thought it might. <laughs> yeah, I, it I, was I, threatened. Like, like I, I feel like it, almost like it's very to me. It's very similar to honestly with with Snyder, honestly, mm -hmm. but I, um, you know, like if Ace were to leave Winston, I'm like, dude, don't do, don't leave Winston. <laughs> well, Winston's got a really tough, tough know, choice coming ahead of him. Winston. Like st stick to it. Yeah. Um, but hypothetically, there's no reason why he couldn't be drafted unless he, um, unless he's not part of the core four. Um, the thing is when it comes to some of these competitors that you, you do need, what's really smart about Shannon being able to draft, Hers is that, which is why, honestly, I don't know if uh, Adam Collins is going to be in her core trio next season. Um, is because, you know, let me explain. Let me explain why. <laughs> okay, so he's going to keep, absolutely keep uh, Mike and Chance because they're a duo. They're a team and they play in singles teams and in IG. Awesome. But the thing is, the only other league that she can't really solidify is Star Wars at this point. And so that case, so she already has like teams and singles, you know, totally covered, you know, um, and that's great. And ever and having Adam would be amazing. It would really be the cherry on top, but she doesn't ever technically need an extra body to be in singles or teams right now. What she needs is Star Wars. So she's going to keep on Laura Kelly or she might draft another Star Wars competitor. Who knows? Um but that is going to be the real big priority, or at least it should be. And I think that also needs to be taken into consideration moving with a lot of the other managers as well. Again, I think Adam is amazing with Shannon. I hope Adam stays with her. But, you know, you got to be strategic and not pull a Kaiser, you know, when it comes to drafting, essentially. You got to be smarter about it. If you're Shannon. Mm -hmm. Who would you keep right now? Like right now, I know you, I know you could change your mind later, but if you had to like just off the top of your head go, this is who I, I think we should go. We should go. I, I stand like I stand by what I said. Adam is amazing. So you he go is, with Kelly. You, you go with Kelly. I need to cover all my bases, and I can't cover all my bases with him unless I wanted to start over with another Star Wars competitor. Wow, I think I so again that or I would have to consider swapping out like Chance. I I, I would honestly I would. I would drop Mike for storyline alone. Like as long as like it's agreed that it's part of us, like and like so like still like work behind stuff like that. But for storyline, her dropping Mike and then keeping Adam, Chance, and Laurel Kelly would be awesome. I, I, would love to see I don't know if it's like worth the the relationship though. I I mean they wouldn't do it unless they, they would have to have team. a mutual agreement. Yeah, off, I'm not saying off. that she does it without telling him. Yeah. I mean they live together. They're together. I think you know. Yeah, they are. It would be yeah. discussed. Before I almost feel said. like that would have to be a Christian thing. I think Christian that would be a Christian idea. I think like mm -hmm. before I don't think because I don't think Shannon broaches Mike and says Mike. I kind of want to drop you. But a Christian like, comes out and goes. Storyline later, but. Chance was amazing. They oh, lost yeah. because of what? They lost because of Mike. They we'll didn't lose. Spoiler. But just just to answer my own question, I think I would boot Laura Kelly, and I love Laura Kelly. But I think Star Wars players, 
I'm a Star Wars guy. I love Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars division. Okay. I think you can pick up somebody to get you points in a tournament because there's not as much Star Wars matches as everything else. So mm -hmm. to, me, to me, Star Wars is not as important division to cover. I feel like I can cover that with a lesser player. They maybe maybe get maybe an IP competitor. And my my and something I'm thinking of if you've Mike. got if you yeah if you have Mike Chance and Collins, you have the affordability to take Laura Kelly very early in the draft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about her slipping away from you because you have so much else already covered. Yeah. Mike Chance are both both single seams and IG, and Adam Collins has said he might go into the IG at some point too, and you already know he can do well in the singles. Yep. So that'd be three players you have as singles, the teams, and IG potentially. So therefore, that lets you take Laura Kelly in the first round, even if you wanted to, kind of thing, potentially. I don't know what to say, but that's that's my initial thought. I, it, again, I, I think, that, honestly, that's definitely a smart play. You know, it's just, you know, I, I think there's pros and cons to both different, to both aspects of it. There is. You there know, is. I mean, like, in another universe, Kaiser is walking away with all belts. <laughs> that's true. That's you know, right. and that's where we're like, oh, my gosh, he's brilliant. He's amazing. You know, I think, it's, you know, but he took a very big risk. And kudos to him for that, but it just didn't work out for him this season, obviously. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of high risk, high reward. And so as a manager, I, I'm not about high risk, high reward. I want to play it safe. You know, that's I cool. so. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of pros and cons to both. Really quick, uh, mukbang reviews again. Man, <laughs> did I miss Chandru talk already? I like him like I adore Alex. Makes PLD Keller amazing. But tell me about Chandru's character work. I'm impressed. <laughs> Also, Alex, your pantless husband was priceless. Yeah. Oh, was that on? Did I miss that? Um, no. Do you, do you not remember? Not sure what is this referring to general, the general Stand. standing situation? Okay. I want to make sure I didn't miss something else because I want to see that. This was the belt that accidentally happened. That's my little mini belt that I'm going to get that's, eventually. That's Paul's belt. Look at that. You know, some kind of um, um, some, some kind of measurement issue. <laughs> well, like, you know, I guess it's better than I would anyway. <laughs> like, I just want to, like, reference, like, this is, like, clearly not. Like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Oh. Like, that's not happening. I guess I can put it on my wall. It's a crown. Headband. Oh, where is it? It's a crown. Brown. That's something that go that could go in a in a case. It could go in some type of montage display. We, we can make this work. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, and no mukbang. We are going to get into that after we get to do corruption. We'll do corruption and Shazam, and then we'll break down the challenge having happened. That so stick stick around. Yes. Uh, ben Rainer also. Uh, thank you again, Ben. I really can't see any reality where Shannon don't save Mike, even if she doesn't. I can't see him playing for anyone else. Potential. He actually threatened it last year. I, but I gotta say, like being around Mike for as long as we have, I can't see him holding out for very long. I feel like he'd like I, he'd get the itch and want to come back. Yeah. Whether or I not with Shannon, I mean, maybe he could do. He could pull the whole thing. There's been like there's been times where like I know in baseball it's happened where players couldn't sign contracts and they sat out and then they came back like mid year mm -hmm. and signed with the team mid year for the stretch run. That could happen too, because you know what? You have that mm -hmm. time when you have the draft, you sit out for the first half of the year, and then you mm -hmm. have the, the free agency. Yeah, you again. jump in on free agency. And goes, All right, Ooh. I'll take them and I'll sign you. Well, that's something that's something I am really in, 
I'm kind of curious about. I hope really changes um, eventually. It's just because, you know, seeing Shannon really knock it out of the park, you know, with her midseason drafts with both Marisol and Adam, they're both spectacular. And I can't wait to see more of them in teams. So that's going to be amazing as well, obviously. Um, but it really is kind of disappointing that, you know, she took these, you know, rookies on, she trained with them and she worked with them and saw them succeed only for her to get none of that success when they actually start getting comfortable in Schmodown and they're going to be drafted as someone else. So they're going to be reaping her, all her, all the stuff that she worked with them. So So I kind of, I feel like, like in, like in a lot of professional sports, there are like multi-season long contracts where you sign on to be like in two seasons or whatever it may be. And you could do that, but it kind of, I wish you could do that in Schmodown. But right. I, I feel like <laughs> trades are, trades are going to be a much bigger thing. I mean, they already were a huge thing this year, but I think if you have those managers that have worked so hard with certain rookies and they really want them with their competitors. I think there's going to be a lot more between manager discussions of I'll give you this. You let me keep this one. And it's just, it's going to get a lot more. So you'll end up, I think the, I think some managers will end up keeping more than I think is being alluded to just because they're going to get real creative before even the draft starts to oh ensure God. that they can keep some of those high value rookies that they've worked with so hard. At least that's how I would approach it. I hope that's the case, but you know for a fact other managers are gonna tr- are trying to recruit the ass off Adam. Oh yeah, you know, oh, I'm sure. Roxy and Finstock and Winston is just like, hey, here's my number, Adam. What's up? If you mm-hmm. ever want to chat and hang out and over a brewski. Well, this is where the teams that don't that aren't quite as stacked can mm-hmm. possibly sweep in and get something beneficial because you guys will make I can, mm-hmm. I have a good two top two but you know I could get rid of so and so to get Collins. I mean there's a lot of people like I mean I just off top it's maybe like the usual suspects. I mean you have a lot of people who don't know what's gonna happen to Andrew Guy anyway. We have uh uh Ethan Irwin um, but you never know. Maybe that, that top two is Adam Collins better than almost anyone else after that. I love Janine the Machine. I would she's definitely someone I could talk with. But if you have an Adam Collins here, you, you decide to go that route instead. Anything could happen. I mean, that's 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 where they can make their 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 money before the draft, if that works. And that's where they can really make dramatic improvement before the draft. So right. that's really interesting to see how that goes down. Uh, I will say, real quick. So Real quick, I know you guys might not care, but I'm going to say it. Thank God the Rays beat the Astros tonight in baseball. That's all I got to say. Because now the Red Sox are still the only team to ever come back from a 0-3 deficit to win a seven-game series. Thank you. Yay, sports ball. 2-0. I'm out. That that's also fair. means for you, for you, that's fair. I will accept that. That also means I will pimp this out now, real quick. It also means that I'm coming up next. I believe you're going to see, you're going to see. Uh, <laughs> I listened Gilmore. to that episode today. <laughs> you got to Brad Gilmore dressed up as Jen Sturger, uh, full on Jen Sturger dress up. That was the bet they had. Uh, he was a senior. They were going to dress up as each other. If the Astros had won, then Jen was going to go with a full hair mustache and everything else. And now we're going to have Brad Gilmore instead. So coming up next on Thursday might be very visually entertaining if you want to see the boat now, make it work himself. Is it also true? Is it also true that they're going to do it in a Jessica Jen 
style where one's Jen and one's Jessica. Did I hear that? Maybe. 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 Maybe not. Oh. Good. Thank you, Jen. Just when I thought I'd be able to sleep well tonight. The nightmares are going to return. All right. All right. All right. There we go. Uh, (laughs) Now we go from the (laughs) turn. Thanks, Alex. (laughs) We lost Alex. Move on now to the main event of the throwdown. We did have the Corruption versus Shazam for the team titles. And I guess we'll have Megs to have you break down the stats first. So much to discuss. Oh, my goodness. These five rounders. Um, so kind of off to a pretty rocky start for corruption. Um, they come out of round one with only 10 points versus Shazam, Shazam going perfect for both of their competitors coming out with the full 18 possible points in round one. We get to round two, um, Shazam defers to corruption. They spin away from Amy Adams, which is a more kind of narrow scope slice but end up taking dramas go um 11 points um checking down to multiple choice once uh shazam comes in and takes young adult adaptations on their first spin um is has a very similar run but does have to check down a multiple choice twice neither of them giving up any steal opportunities which shows the level of competitor and skill set they have we get into the betting round. Shazam is the team to spin. They end up with video game movies. Shazam decides to bet only one point where Corruption's going for the full three, and they both are able to get the question correct. So by that point, um, it ends up being 24 to 29 in favor of Shazam going into the speed round. The speed round gets pretty interesting. Again, with this new format, you've got one competitor answering the first five, the other competitor answering the next five. Uh, Meyer and Bibiani go first. Uh, Meyer gets through his first five. He does miss the last question, so that is an automatic. Uh, it negates one of his questions, so that he only gains three points there. Bibiani um, does... He answers four questions, passes on the last question, and yields the rest of his time. Does not even attempt to answer it. So they come out of that round with seven points. Uh, Kalinowski and Allison both also do the similar thing where the questions that they pass on, question four and question eight, they don't even attempt an answer. They yield the rest of their time. And unfortunately, they both miss one of their questions which only gives Corruption four points out of that speed round. Um, Corruption does come back there in round three to answer all 10 of their, for all 10 of their points there in round three, which leaves Shazam uh, a completely in their court. Uh, Meyer misses his two-pointer, but Bibbs comes behind him and hits his three-pointer to give them the win 38 to 39. And that is a mouthful. (laughs) Oh, wow. You need some water? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I just haven't had to break down a five-rounder yet, so wow, it's a lot, did, more, a lot more to it. You did damn good. You did damn good. Oh, thank you. Um, all I have to say about that is, let's, let's start off with this. Wow, that round one. Yeah. That round one. And you know what? As far as I, I say, the match was over after round one because, I mean, I, it was over after round one. Mike was in his head after those first three questions. He missed the first three questions. 
mm-hmm. he couldn't recover. He couldn't quite recover. Uh, and Chance did not have a great round one either. He didn't. He had six at a round one. That's not championship not. level as usually as much no. as he usually does. You're down eighteen to ten after round one. Now, with that being said, we'll get into the rest of the match. I will say, corruption did a hell of a job fighting back. Yes, did everything they needed to do to fight back. Uh, they did everything they needed to do, put themselves in position to potentially win the match. It just was too much of a deficit to claw back from. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt bad. I felt bad for Mike. Like I felt bad for Mike at Spectacular. I wanted Kevin Smets to beat Mike Spectacular. at Spectacular. I'm a big Smets fan, as everyone knows mm-hmm. that. Um, I wanted Smash to win, but it seemed like the same kind of way Mike just got in his head during round one, and he could never quite pull it out, um, pull it off. But I what will say. I would say, well, Shannon did her darndest to pull them back out of it because in pure queen fashion, she is pulling out those motivational speeches and just giving them what for. Um, and I will say, when it round two, they navigated that round beautifully. And I was like, okay, they're getting back into it. They did the betting round well. But again, when it hit the speed round again and they were only able to pull four points out of that, I was like, ooh, again, that's too big of a deficit with Shazam's accuracy in round three or in the final round for me to feel at all confident that Corruption was going to be able to pull it out. Definitely. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Alex. Yes. Well, something to consider is that obviously when it comes to um, – this actually, I was actually writing my Schmobe questions, like while putting, while putting, while watching this match, and because I was like, because I, I thought of a Schmobe question because of this match. Um, mm. But this is like one of the really, really great examples of a redemption match. Now, obviously, Corruption did not win the match, but the way they read, it felt like they were constantly trying to redeem themselves from round one. Um, mm-hmm. But they came back so consistently so well um um and outside of the speed round and speed round is is really yeah you you just don't know where you're gonna get with the speed round and they try to play it safe um and and it like you said it did they were very much in their head it and like i think it was both you have to tune in to hear it i'm I'm telling you on monday robert so don't you worry (laughs) group tech coming to you um (laughs) but um, but, it, but honestly, it, it was definitely a really great match, like seeing them come back uh, into it. And I was just like, man, this is, this is really, really fantastic to see. I never, we never really saw the, we never saw Shazam really be aggressively be put on their back foot at any point, you know, into the match as well. Um, because I also think that honestly, when, when Shazam, like like any like on any team, honestly, uh, you know, if you have the momentum, it's really hard to lose it unless something really bad fucking happens. <laughs> but Shazam, they played really fantastic overall. I was yeah. really them. Kelsey, what did you think? Uh, this match was super hard for me because I'm a big Corruption fan. Like I literally I, cried I like were. a baby when they won the belts back. Like I was so happy for them. But I also love Shazam so much. Like, I love these teams. And so I, I was hurting both ways. But that first round, I I was kind of like, they've got to rally. They really do. Something's got to happen. And they did. They thoroughly impressed me with the betting round, round two, things like that. And I'm like, 
maybe they have a chance. But honestly, like the hardest moment in this match for me to watch was Mike's answer to was uh, you know live, pray, love, not the all the eat, eat love. Pray. You know what I mean? Yeah. I messed up because I, like, I would. Oof. I would rather be totally off and be like, oh, that's, you know, my best friend's wedding. And then it turns out like that, then be a word or a letter or off like that. That's, that's hard to watch. So that moment hurt. And after that, I'm like, it, it, this is done. It's, I feel so bad, but this is me Shazam's match. But so I'm super proud of Shazam. They did a fantastic job. Shazam was just playing by themselves. Like, I don't think they weren't playing against corruption. They were just playing against their questions. They didn't have to worry about them. They just kind of focused, but corruption was definitely just that's their go aim was playing catch up the whole entire time and i'll and i'll echo in with alex your idea of like kind of a bit of a redemption match Mm -hmm. coming Mm -hmm. in but we've seen shazam be back on their heels with last year they had a tough tournament they went through and now they're hitting their stride to where they're not having to be in that position because their chemistry is so good yes it is amazing to watch them work yeah um so it's just, it's really interesting to see kind of where we're at now, where corruption was super dominant there for a while. And now in, with this last match, we saw them really get kicked back on their heels. And I will say they did not give up. They, they, they answered all their questions in round, in the final round. What else can you do at that point? Yep. At that point, you're just, well, what happened earlier in that match happened, but we did everything else we could do. I gotta say, like speaking of chemistry, I want to completely uh, add on to that a little bit and say that Koi is right involved in that too. Like Koi mm-hmm. is just as much part of. I think of Koi as much as Shazam as part of, like more than any other manager and their team, except maybe Shannon and Corruption because they're yeah, so intertwined. Right. Uh, but Koi and the Mur- uh, the Murphy Shazam are just there. Yeah. It's like a three. It's like a three way tag team at that point. At that point, and it's, right. So in depth, like she is so energetic and so contagious, is like he's almost on speed or something, but it works out so I well. He was exercising. I'll say that promo. I'm like, is Thursday doing a plank? And then he's like, what's the weights? You're doing a plank while you're doing a promo. I'm impressed. I quit three while doing a plank, let alone talk. What are we watching now? Like. Uh, but uh, and but you guys have definitely said it best. I mean, once they couldn't get out of round one, and the round four though was another point. I actually made initially, I believe last one I was talking about the match. I thought that Mike might suffer in that, but I was I was surprised to see Chance suffer as much just as much. They both only got two points out of that round. Um, I will also mm-hmm. mention that Bibbs made that great decision of passing and passing on the one that he did not want yep. to answer because that didn't lose many points because that point right. playing defend defense and that's the whole thing shazam did they just they got the lead and they ran the clock out they just played the way they need to do i don't ever i don't know if we ever figured out we figure i can't remember what the point the co- i love the codes by the way shazam's code of mike chancer <laughs> that was yes. awesome because uh that made me laugh a lot but uh they they played defensive not that they didn't have to bet at mm-hmm. all and, um it some people would say it let uh, corruption back in the game because they did get a little bit more. But that's the whole thing I was talking about before is that corruption did what they had to do by eking back into it. But Shazam just kind of like didn't let them get all the way. Yeah. All yeah. Shazam didn't give any ground for them to fully come back. Yeah. Right. And now he's like, here, yeah, here, have a little piece. Have a little piece. Go ahead. Have a little. You can get one point here, one point there, one point there. Mm-hmm. But you're going to run out the clock and you're not going to have enough time to come back all the way. Something I'm kind of curious about is that um, looking at 
like I remember C2A, I when I was like I, I put together the poll. There's a handful of polls on the Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian did one as well, where it's talking about who the audience think think is gonna win for this match. And it was very consistently Shazam in the lead. Now that was like I was very perplexed at that personally. Like, you know, individually they're amazing. They they've come back their their all their matches leading up to the championship match is fantastic. But at the end of the day, I just kept thinking, you know, corruption is a two-time championship team defending champion. Mm-hmm. Why did people go into that? They they beat uh you know, they beat arguably some of the best teams ever in Schmodown with the founding fathers. You know, I have a you know, I have a theory. Well, yeah, I have a theory on that. When you look at Shazam, you look at two competitors that are pretty consistent. They both kind of have their off moments, but mm-hmm. it's not a complete blowout rarely in that situation. You look at corruption, chance is generally very steady, but chant or Mike. Mike is up and down on that. So I think it's the inconsistency of Mike that is swaying people more towards Shazam because we've seen Shazam be consistent where corruption is a little less consistent. Okay. I agree with that. I mean, if I had to rank these players, I'd put Chance and Bibbs at that top tier. Maybe I, mm-hmm. I'd probably put Bibbs over Chance with just a smidge like as far as pure knowledge goes. Just a smidge, but mm-hmm. over there. But then over that, maybe Bibbs. Yeah, I could see. I could see an argument for either or. To be honest, yeah. right? Either one. I I agree with that. But um, well, technically, looking at their rankings, you can't really compare them because Bibbs, like ranking wise, like Bibbs is significantly higher. Uh, like Chance is technically what like uh, four and three or something like that, uh, and his knowledge reflects that record. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, um, yeah, it's, three it's, and it's four, like three and four. Yeah, but I mean, his record does not reflect his amazing knowledge. Oh. It does or not his accuracy, for that matter. Accuracy, his involvement in IG and singles and teams, it's amazing. He's like such a multi-tier competitor. He's amazing in so many different levels. He's four and one in IG. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was his rookie year in IG, and he's won turn the, the IG tournament. It's amazing. Um yeah. In addition to that, by the way, real quick, Chance also at his three and four record, he's always the one if you realize he was he had that notoriously was going on as like that 15 seed versus the first, like the number one seed in this tournament. Mm-hmm. So always face that hard ass opponent. So his opponents, yeah. like the strength of opponents comes into play as well. So mm-hmm. but yeah. regardless. It's, it's um like it comes to that. I mean, so we can't really t- really put them on the same tier. I think knowledge-wise, they're definitely near each other, but I Bebs is Technically. If you're talking about just singles, I would probably I would probably put Bibs a little bit higher. Yeah, I do. If if, if you're talking about strictly singles teams, Bibs is have that strictly records right. numbers. Yeah, you do have to give Bibs a little bit there, but they're so comparable. It's again that like one A one B situation. Yeah. And Kata just to answer your question, I do I understand what you're saying, but I do think Bibbs has better knowledge, definitively has better knowledge than Chance at this point. I think mm-hmm. Chance has improved so much that it's getting wow. close, so I could see the argument. But to finish, my argument though is that I would have Chance mm-hmm. and Bibbs on top, but I mm-hmm. certainly have Meyer over Mike Kalnowski at this point, as far as yeah, competitors. That's so, that's that's with Mike being, absolutely. With Mike being the lesser of the four, that's what it comes down to. Uh, and I think it's almost weird. I almost feel like Mike. Steps up his game 
or at least corruption stuff that they're getting more when they're facing the founding fathers. Like, I feel like it was like this rivalry thing. Like they not that I don't know if they tried harder, but they always seem to have their best matches against the founding fathers. They wanted to. Uh, so I don't know what because he always beat them. Um, maybe, that's, maybe there's something to do with that possibly as well. well here's here's why I feel about that partially is that it's, it could be part of the energy too. When they're facing Shazam, they they can't sh shit talk Shazam because Shazam's just gonna be like, "Oh, we love you guys. Here's soap," and be like, it's "Like, how do you like banter off that?" I feel like corruption feeds off that banter, and they've got that with founding fathers, so it like energizes them. Like, okay, mm -hmm. with all the shit talk going back and forth, building it up. Let's go. I don't think they had. Yeah, they're like, okay, ready to go. They yeah, don't have that with Shazam. It's their montage. Mm -hmm. They weren't run through like Pittsburgh. Or <laughs> Neither of them seemed as character-wise locked in going into this match. Well, that worked for Shazam too, because it worked for Shazam against who's the boss. Because mm -hmm. you know, Ben Bateman is some guy who likes to shit talk and everything else, and it's harder to shit talk Bibiani at that point. And mm -hmm. kind of is it for him really? He's is got, it? He's gotten a little bit. How you doing? He's gotten to the point where he. <laughs> I think he, at first it was. I don't think he will hide. There's a man. Hey, you buddy. Look at that huge cat. That's a, that's a lion right there. <laughs> Big old boy. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that, like, I think Bibbs has stepped up in terms of he, like, doesn't let it bother him as much, especially mm. when Shazam started winning. Once Shazam started mm -hmm. winning, like, he, it's like, yeah, okay, scoreboard, pal. Right. <laughs> so it yeah, matter. that's fair. That is fair. So it's hard to do the generic things with him anymore, especially the pregame and the pregame trash talk. You start trying to trash talk Bibbs, and he's kind of like comes up with this wild, you're so nice. And it's like, okay, well, how do I, what do I, how, I, do, how do I, how do I, how do I react how to do I this? Respond to that? So it doesn't, mm -hmm. your energy goes down a little bit in that way. You don't find yeah. that get back and forth. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. What? So, I mean, that, that partially has something to do with it. I think Kelsey could be absolutely right with that. So. Sorry, I'm just fluffing my hair in the meantime. Uh, you look gorgeous, darling. Fluff away. We do I have. Really up in here. I do Honestly, have are, are, are we done talking about this match? I, I don't think there's anything else that really happened. There was it was pretty yeah, boring there at the end. Yeah, nothing else. Let's say before we do anything else, we will get to the stream labs there. Brandon Buck donated. Thank you, Brandon. Love to see that. Uh, the kid could not stand still in this match and was giving me terrible anxiety. I'm like, boy. <laughs> we all get anxiety still. watching him. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, let's see. Also, they had some super chats I might have missed. I don't know. I think I, let me see. Here we go. I don't know if we got this one or not, but Megs, that was an amazing recap. Thank you. I want to hear from you all about Chandra's interference. We're just about there at the end and how the manager did overall. Uh, thank you again. You're so generous, McBang. Uh, glad to have you here. Ben Rainer again. Again, another generous from, from Ben Rainer. Love you, man. Uh, Shazam played great. KO was in his head. You could tell in like round two. Shazam played great. I'd say you can tell in round mm -hmm. one. He uh, was just cursing himself to st up a storm. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, I felt bad. I, I like. I genuinely felt bad. Like you could see everything he was feeling on his face. He's kind of like Jeff Snyder that way. Yeah. If we want to create mm. the worst team ever, Jeff Snyder and my cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that. That's, 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 actually a that's fair. Nightmare. That's a manager's nightmare. That's a manager's nightmare. <laughs> so much fun, but I feel like that would be like the worst team ever because they're just so. They wear their hearts on their sleeves. You know, they, you know, it, they're such uh, emotional, competitive competitors. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they have such different strategies as far as attacking, attacking the game. But 
Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. It's very, they're very, both very inconsistent. And once you, once you're kind of in that hole, it's very hard as a competitor, even as a top tier competitor, to really get yourself out of that hump and in the middle of a huge game that you know is being watched live and oh, mm-hmm. so much pressure and you're like nervous and you're freaking out the entire time. So, <laughs> very much so. Uh, all right. Also, have, let's see another one. Mukbang reviews. All right, Mukbang. Uh, can you speak a bit about Bateman? Has spoken about his previous manager. I've never heard anything like it. Hashtag Alex Mack. You know what, Mukbang? I will save that. I'll save that. Let's finish up. We'll go into Chandra now, which you've been asking for a yeah. long time. So we'll go into Chandra. Yeah. And then after there- that is done, we will go into. We have one more topic. I think I want to brush on, and we'll do some questions at the end as well. So we'll add that. We'll remember that. Note that down, Jake, if you could. Mm-hmm. And I have I'll something from the uh, Drake. Uh, Howard match that plays into that. So we can hook into that as well. Perfect. But anyways, to the topic that everyone's been asking about. Go ahead, Meg. I'll let you go ahead, Meg, since you're you're ready to go ready. I actually want to hear you guys talk about it first. I have not had a chance to really digest everything that happened to it. It's, It's I recently watched that match, so I'm still processing everything. So I will defer to you guys. That's real. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll, I guess I'll start then if that's the case. I, I will say that I am someone who has been very uh, vocal about Chandru uh, trying to be healed. Like he was very much, he didn't do, like he was kind of doing his face thing, but he wasn't doing a face thing very well. Uh, I was very critical about it. Uh, he, But he mm-hmm. did win the match. He won the match against Spence. He got the belt. He deserved the belt. Uh, these. This is the best I've ever seen Chandru. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was impressed with this heel Chandru. This heel Chandru was a heel trying to be a heel, not, but not even trying, just actually did it. He became a heel. I mean, I think it's quite honestly, uh, it's obvious to me that the like, Christian or other people have gotten to him and like really helped coach him along about how to do it, I believe. But he did it well. And he did it mm-hmm. in a mostly respectful manner. It wasn't anything personal. There's nothing going on said. He just laid to waste everybody at the time. And I'm sure Chance was pissed off at that point because he just lost the match and then he had to deal with that shit face talking. But Shannon's response was like the Facebook page come to life. I was there for seeing Shannon versus uh, Chance uh, versus Chandra rather, and more importantly, it's exactly what Shannon needed to do because Chance was hurting at that point. Shannon needs to protect her players. She took over right. that and made it mm. Shannon versus Chandra in a way. Let Chance deal with the other needs to. Mm, that's what you I do. Mean, and mm. to me, I am speaking. Shut your mouth. But there you go. Chandru was entertaining as hell as a heel. That was working very well, and I, I was very impressed by that. And I don't say that lightly. So good job, Chandru is working. Uh, let's see where this goes. What do you guys think? I loved that whole thing, that whole scene. It's one of those events, like the conversations that I, I wish could have been in the studio. I just feel like the, it would have been even more vibrant. But you're right. Shannon did exactly what she needed to do. Chance, I mean, like when you go to something like that, Chance has been really good lately. He's definitely improved at his speak, you know, his uh, banter and his heel talk and things like that. But in that moment, sometimes you just you don't you just don't have it. Shannon was like, "I got this, Boo. You you do what you need to do." And her and Chandru against each other was like that's almost a rivalry <sighs> now. I want to see just like Shannon versus Chandru just going at it because that was amazing. <laughs> Loved it, loved it, loved it. Loved it. Uh, what do you, what do you say? Alex, tell us about it. I know you're very, uh, very knowledgeable about what heels are and everything else. So go and see. I, I, I am. I am. In, mm-hmm. I, I, 
exactly what you know what heels are. Uh, heels are Louboutins. He, uh, heels are Balenciagas. They're sometimes are mm. red at the bottom. Other times they're not. Sometimes they're high or low. I have pink ones. Pink ones. Um, so, yeah. um, some are, some are wedges or made of cork <laughs> or you know plastic. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think it was it was definitely one of the best heel moments we've had this season overall. To be completely mm -hmm. honest, um, yeah, it was just definitely the back and forth was really really great. And the thing is, what Shannon as a manager does, what I think she does really well as manager is that she's able to read people very effectively. She can read her faction very effectively. She's able to read body language. Uh, very well, you know, uh, you know, obviously, you know, she's, she's with Mike, you know, I mean, like, you got to be able to read the man well, um, in order to, you know, be with it, be with him as an effective partner. So her managing someone like Chance going through this really um, difficult loss, and so quickly having to be like, Chandra <laughs> popping in, she mm -hmm. really had to take that over. And I was just so impressed. I was just so impressed with her. You know, again, I, I she is the manager. I do feel like uh, competitors really should want, like actively seek out. Like, um, you know, Finstock is cool, whatever. Kaiser, okay, I love Kaiser, cool, whatever. <laughs> Same with Ken. Who is he? Not sure. Shannon <laughs> is who you want as your manager. She will be there to back you up. And that was a prime example of that. And Chandra was hilarious. You so knew I it was dastardly when he went after Rachel Cushing. No one goes after Rachel Cushing. And uh, Rachel in the chat, uh, she said it as well. She came up and said, I guess he has no class. Uh, you're done now. You're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah you're, you're done. <laughs> you come after her. Oh, that's her off now, buddy. Sorry. But either way, I do think that was a great ending to the match, having the promo out or having the uh, little tiff at the end. Because mm -hmm. it does uh, it builds up spectacular. We have spectacular coming. Mm -hmm. Chance versus Chandru. And uh, I got to say, I think I got to say, I will wish, or I think the Chandru. Wishes that corruption had won, because now mm -hmm. all Chance has to do for the next two months is get ready for that match. Oh yeah, I know by speaking Chance, uh, he is hungry for that belt in a way I have not seen somebody hungry for this belt since maybe since Smets was. He is he wants it really hardcore. I think he's going to do anything he can to take out Chandru, and that doesn't mean Chandru's. I mean Chandru's not a pushover. He's proven himself. He's proven himself right. hands down. Um, I'm interested to see how it goes. So, but I, and not only that, you have Mike who is reeling from this, and no doubt knows what happens and knows what has happened, and is saying, "Okay, no, this does not happen." Mm -hmm. All right, I do have a streamlabs I'm going to throw in there real quick. Canada rocks. Thanks for watching, of course, Canada Rocks. Uh, to me, Chandru is the evil version of Bibbs. They both have the super cheery attitude. Bibbs uses it to tell you how nice you are, and Chandru uses it and tells you how pathetic you are. In all caps, I love his heel work. It's pretty good. I actually kind of mm -hmm. know to interject to that. That's Ch what Chandra is doing now is almost kind of what I wanted to see from Brendan Meyer at some point. I wanted Brendan Meyer to snap and have that exact kind of like very cheery, happy, I almost no, happy. No. 
pray for that, but he's also like literally told Christian, I'm never, I'm not coming. I, I can't do that because my I job. Yeah, oh, I know. He <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, get I, I require this nice guy persona. And it's right. He's right. All right to do that. But I can't say I didn't want, I do want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he wouldn't have to change anything about himself. He'd just be like, Hey guys, you're, 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 you're awesome. You know, like just like a tweak it. Yeah. Like, like it turned oh over the ring gets a little bigger. Just gets a little more like manic, a little, bit, <laughs> a little like, bit more crazy eyed. Yeah, can I bring back the like? Remember when the, the delinquent Brendan Meyer drinks? Oh, the milk. right, yeah, well, oh, yeah, the yeah, milk out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that was very cool, too. Man. That was very cool. He watched his first PG 13 movie. <laughs> Damn, him. Damn him. Um, <laughs> real quick, uh, Mukbang Gan, Mukbang, thank you. Shannon did great, and I'm not a fan of hers, but being surprised and Chandru popping up, I agree with Kelsey and Alex Mathis. She'll do well in 2020. Shannon, oh, yeah, I think Shannon, I think Shannon's going to do fine. I think, I think Shannon knows what she's doing. First of all, Shannon was a rookie this year, rookie manager, and I think yeah. that mm -hmm. getting the experience she's had now, I think watch out in the next, and watch out in the next year. Scary next mm -hmm. year. I mean, Shannon did a good job scouting her, uh, her free agents there at the end, so... <laughs> now she's gonna use that with uh, more knowledge and more game tapes and everything else. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, okay. I think that's anything else we want to say about the that pay, the pay per view match at all, or you want to move on to our last topic of discussion? I'm good. Good. I think we can move. All right. We have one more topic of discussion. It kind of came up uh, during the Liz Shannon Miller versus Collins match. It was the return of. A cutscene, a first scene. Uh, miss them so much. I do miss them as well. And we had the one and only Josh McCuga calling on the evil, well, not evil. Well, he's kind of corruption, so he's kind of evil. Newberry, Elliot he's Dewberry. He's going through an identity crisis, I feel a little bit. He, he is. <laughs> and Dewberry, he wanted to reach out, try to reform the Wildberries somehow, some way, even though they're on different factions. And he had a plan. None he of had it. a plan. He had no, he wants none of it. And he instead mm. challenges Josh McCougar to not just a Wildberry Civil War match, not just a one-on-one -on -one match. Instead, we have a retirement match. Now, this, <laughs> if you're not an old school wrestling fan like I am, this is a time tried true wrestling tradition back on the mm -hmm. old days where there were fact like these have territories before WWE took over everything, like different parts of the country. And that's how like they keep fresh that have a match where they'd have a loser leaves town match and call it and it was a retirement match and they would just show up in the next the northeast instead of like the southeast kind of thing so this has always been a very big wrestling fan i know as christian's a big wrestling fan this is very much in tune with his adding right. wrestling element to the showdown uh i mean let's be honest if, if whoever, whoever wins whoever loses doesn't really mean we're ever not going to see the, the showdown again they find ways to bring them back that's how it happens but Still, it means we're going to see them out of the showdown for a while, and this is the match that we have been waiting for ever since Shannon mm -hmm. proved her hilldom on the stage at draft day right. and broke all of our hearts oh. and broke up the wild berries. Wow, 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 mm -hmm. wow, wow, wow. Uh, I want to say real quick, and I'll let you guys have all at it. E Elliot Dewberry, I like what his character is doing in a way, it almost feels like it's almost like a brainwash situation. Like his arc has been like he kind of like he started out like very uneasy. He had Mark Edward Hoyk doing some things with him, and Shannon was kind of like running roughshod. And now he's almost like speaking the company line. He's like towing the company line. And I want to mm -hmm. see if there's more to that. What, what did you guys think about this whole promo with Elliot? First of all, 
I thought it was really funny, especially like uh, Josh was like, I texted you, I do this stuff, and then Dewberry's like, I I didn't get any of these things. So I feel like I've had that conversation with many people before in my life. Like, I should reach out to you. No, you have not. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying, like, another Civil War. Like, our last, like, Civil War was team action. I'm trying to feel, like, wrap my mind around this. Like, another one, how I feel about it in comparison. I don't have the emotional tie to the Wildberries the way I did team action. So I'm not as invested, per se, as I was with that match. But I feel like the stakes are higher this time. Because there's a retirement. It's not just like, hey, I'm mad at you. Let's fight. It's Hey, I'm so, I'm mad at you. Let's fight. And then if you lose, you're you're done. And right. so, like, I'm interested just to see how this goes because, mm. I mean, the Houston was like one of the my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. So the Dewberry and Makuga like dynamic, their humor, their way they act against each other, the stakes. This could be a really cool match. It really could be. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It should be a fun match. That's for mm. sure. Yeah. What do you think, Alex? I I, I feel like I'm sure there's gonna be. Uh, Makuga's be like, dude, come on, man, come on, man, bruh, bruh, come on, chuck this beer with me, fireball shots, and then you, you'll see, like, you'll see Elliot, like, being, like, twitching a little bit, <laughs> um, um, but also, I feel like it's, it's kind of funny, because I've been, I've, I've been on both ends of this conversation before, because I feel like, um, coming from Elliot's point of view, I'm like, yeah, Makuga, you're an asshat, what are you doing, but also, because I've been in that situation before, where I'm like, dude, like, like what the f? <laughs> like, that's not okay to be passed out in your front lawn <laughs> at three in the afternoon. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't see anything wrong with that myself. Oh, it, 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 isn't it, that quarantine it, life? It, I thought. Along with it, however, if you're dressed like a clown and you're not on your own front lawn, <laughs> that's the problem. If it's on a wait, I can have a clown passed out on my front lawn. That's an option. <laughs> I'm not gonna. That's not, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to touch that. Um, but I but I, but I have a little bit of a thing where it's just like some, you know, assholes trying to make me feel bad, you know, for liking stuff that I do. So it's just, you know, it's, you know, I, I, I see both sides of the conversation and I'm like, I'm empathizing with both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lose any of them. They're both so fantastic. They've been around forever. They are arguably Again, along with that Finding Fathers and everything, one of the most iconic teams in Schmodown history. Can't dispute that. Nope. And they still have the best t-shirts around. Oh, yeah. And yeah. best-selling tactics, too. Best-selling merch tactics. They uh, scream, just scream at you until you buy, buy one of yeah, their shirts. I have one. I wanted to buy it. <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun match. It's one of those, it's one of those fun mm-hmm. matches we have. I mean, despite the retirement angle, like just seeing Josh on Anytime you see Josh McGuga play, is is it's going to be a fun time. Um, yeah, you might not get, you might not always get the best trivia aspect of you know if you're not looking for a Dan Myrtle championship level match at this point. Mm-hmm. They're going to have fun. You're going to have energy, and these two together, they're great as they are as a tag as a team. Having them against each other and digging at each other, that's going to be fun. It's just going to be fun. I it's going to be now, something that I thought of while I was watching that cutscene. I instantly thought of the idea that. Dewberry had asked Shannon, or he had she had, he had mentioned to Shannon, like, you know, I'm not getting any messages from Makuga, like he's not saying anything. And then watching the cutscene, I'm seeing and he and Dewberry said, Well, sh- you have to go through Shannon. She handles all my communications. Right. That light bulb went off in my head, like, oh, what is she doing? <laughs> She's being an awesome manager, okay? She's leading a squad. 
she can also do that and be maniacal as well. And I am not, and I'm not opposed for, I'm for it. It's I'm, I will not condone it, but I will watch it with very much interest. Okay. Who wins? Ends up being like a really great competitor in that match. What if he ends up getting like a perfect first he round? Could. He ends up well, like getting like a really great, like what if he ends up being like really good as a competitor in that match? Would we still have then that? Shannon looks like, him? Then Shannon looks like a genius. I may not agree with her tactics, but she's a genius. Well, the Dewberry. I just feel some justification okay. that I properly figured it out. That was more my thought process. Mm -hmm. Like I was connecting the dots. Mm -hmm. We did the Dewberry. Mm -hmm. We had the Dewberry. It's the perfect round is named after him for her. That so is named point. after him. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, if we had to pick somebody, I'm going to pick Dewberry's going to win because I think he's a, but he actually is underrated as a player. I feel like he had the Dewberry. He has some knowledge in there. Um, mm -hmm. I, don't, I wouldn't put him up against anybody like top tier, but like against a Josh Makuka. Yeah. I think he, he, he takes care of Josh. Unless Josh spins like Will Smith in round two. Uh, bad boys. Questions. What was that? Outside of like, outside of a bad boy, he wouldn't get Will Smith questions. You <laughs> tend to get a collateral beauty question. I, he, he actually is a big fan. He likes Hitch. He likes a lot. Of, he likes, likes, he has liked a lot of the Will Smith movies. So I wouldn't be surprised. Also low key and action rom-com. That's why. Hitch is an action rom-com? I would say it's wrong. Are you, talking, are you talking about collaborating? There's like a whole bunch of running. It's like very physical comedy. So if you run in a movie, it's an action mind. movie. Okay, got it. <laughs> there's a lot of action sequences in the movie. I feel like she's going to die in this movie. movie. And he's, he's doing a lot of physical stuff in the movie. He's like, He's like he's like running for a long period of time. He's oh, right. a lot of action Moana is an action movie. Um, he's like, that's an action movie. What would you have? We, I mean, but Will Smith also has like Men in Black. He has like uh, he, he's a football movie. He's a football guy too. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's done concussion. Movie. concussion. concussion. Uh, he does movie. I Robot. He's done Ali. He's a sports guy. He might probably watch a pod. I mean, so I wouldn't be surprised if he knows a lot, a lot of Will Smith stuff. He well, likes well, that's more importantly. So yeah, what to say? What to say? Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Uh, yes. <laughs> it should be fun. Might be sequels. Good day. So uh, that's what we got to do tomorrow. We'll actually talk to him tomorrow at some point. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, before we do anything else, unless you have anything uh, further on that, ladies, anything further on that, we can get to the last 10 minutes if we want. If you want to have any questions thrown at us, we'll answer anything you want to talk about. Um, throw it, of course, Streamlabs and Super Chats will get uh, priority, yep. as we said. Um, uh, we do got to talk about that Bateman thing. That's true. Uh, we, we need to discuss the yeah. manager. Yeah, Situation. We actually got a yeah. We actually before we talk about it, we did get another super chat from Mukbang Reviews. What's up next year? Will Alex, Megs, and Kelsey co-manage, and will PLD enter the schmodown? Uh, I am Ooh, well, we're gonna manage PLD. I mean, need to enter him in the schmodown if I was a manager. I just want to clarify that you wouldn't want to manage. I, I would manage Paul. I wouldn't play for Alex. I just use the enough. I'd be like, right now, you're trading me. Drafting you, okay? I'll say, I, I, I am drafting. Well, actually, you I, did have 17 rounds in the last round of standing. Maybe a good draft, I'm, Alex. No, I refuse. No, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> I'm a principal, you will refuse. <laughs> I'm retired anyway. I'm retired. We're all doing you know, what's going on. I'm retired. Uh, but <laughs> we do go back to the other question that Mukbang had as far as what was it about Bateman? 
There you go. Yeah, so I'll put back on the screen there. Can you speak about mm-hmm. Bergman has spoken about his previous manager? I've never heard anything like it. Uh, yeah, it's I I love it because that's another one of those yeah. storyline things we get. I love seeing Bateman turning back into the heel that he was. That mm-hmm. he has always worked much better than you. <laughs> I want to say, you all, this is your guys' dream come true. Step one, so proud. <laughs> step one to maybe an action reunion. That's all I got to say about mm-hmm. that. I can't. Maybe. Damon. Oh, my gosh, if our action guys came back together, it's not going to happen. But if they did, if you know they did, it would have about to be- that? I just want what? I want my I want part two of my action dad to be a heel again. I know, yeah. Well, we've written fan fiction about how it's going to happen. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> what's up, and Nerd Chronic? And what's up, everybody? Good to have you in here. Hey, Yodi for Chronic, Yodi for Chronic. Um, yes, remember when we went over to Eric's house and he wa- and he already filmed that the teams match with the. We were talking about that earlier, in fact. With that guys, was retirements and everything. And Eric knew everything. And he was like, Oh, I'm just gonna we already filmed it. I just thought it'd be cool if you guys came on and hung out at my house. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> so wait, you're saying this match. You're saying that, that Eric set us up. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, he, did. he did set us up. <laughs> <laughs> he did buy a thing in the next <laughs> And he had no idea to have drunk people dialing people in the backyard. And a little like, what's that like a mob in the backyard for? In a circle, all on the phone with people. <laughs> to but be to be real, I would do the exact same thing. He definitely. <laughs> but he also, I will say real quick, I will say he was also very generous with his, his house, his party, his food. Mm-hmm. He also bought his dinner and everything else. So it was definitely oh, well oh, worth it. He paid for it. Always amazing. Chronic. Yodi for chronic, as always. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, it's so beyond Bateman turning heel, which I love. Uh, I love mm-hmm. Bateman and, and Finstock or Gucci mm-hmm. going back and forth as well because they're they're both masters of like shit talking each other. And so when you get to people like that who can do it, it's gold to watch. It's gold to watch. Did you guys catch the comment that Gucci made at the end of the uh, Drake's Howard match? I heard that. I said, "Oh, it is on now." Because so that? far, it's what. What was it? What was it? it, was, called? He, called, he so, called Bateman a dork facer. Like, he was like, Great yeah. Drake did so, better than Bateman did. Yeah. Because Gray said that, because Gucci was down on himself, like, you know, if anyone votes me manager of the year, you know, you're you're stupid. And Gray said, Gucci, you are manager of the year in my heart. And of course, Gucci's like, Oh, you know, that's all that matters. You play better than that dork face Bateman. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. Backstage on Tuesday is going to be fun because so far it's been pretty much Bateman going after Gucci consistently. And this this time, is the first real this is the first real fire back that Gucci has put out. And I said, OK, you know, well, I, I was I think par, uh, party um, is actually brings up a point where it's, he says Gucci is not manager of the year this season. Thing is, this is also the first season Pardon, yeah. period where this is the first season period where we actually get some real legitimate um um you know consistent competition for gucci mm-hmm. for the year you know before right. that like roxy was definitely in consideration you can argue jay was in consideration things like kaiser was um but yeah but i mean there but there wasn't a huge group uh, there wasn't a huge poll i mean there was only like there was less than five managers at the time now we have 10 right. and there's so many actively really good managers overall. So 
yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. And also it's kind of funny that the first time, you know, uh, you know, Gucci is, is given some real hardcore competition, he loses. So that's funny. Yeah, right now we I think it's, it's right now just I'll throw it out there. Shannon Wit uh Shannon, Winston, and Coy are probably the three in contention at this point for manager of the year. I'd agree. Coy would probably... be outside. Coy would be a little bit outside. What was that? For the fourth would be Gucci. Gucci probably fourth, I think, give or take on that. I'd say that possibly. Yeah. Depends if Snyder ends up as the singles champ and the odd couple make it a Make it far in the team's tournament, Roxy gets catapulted into true. that as well. Very Honestly, yeah. what matters is spectacular. Like, people have reason to be biased. So, like, who has belts and what happens, like, in the couple match times leading up to spectacular and spectacular, that's who's going to win. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I love, I love Roxy. I'm a Roxy Stan. I think she's a great manager overall. It's, it's going to be, be about whether she can get her team and her singles into the championship. She might be ahead of Gucci at this point. At this point, I think she is ahead of, she actually might be ahead of Gucci at this point. Because uh, not only is Gucci I, losing, I have to argue that. Because now she as, or as a faction, as managers, as manager oh. uh, at this point. Because at this point, I mean, Gucci's losing ground. He's losing his players to like inner turmoil and everything. They're bickering like children. They're never <laughs> exactly. Uh, if the founding mm-hmm. fathers, the founding fathers don't keep the belt, I mean, Gucci's like my fifth or sixth at that point. He might drop down that low. I mean, Roxy's definitely got a chance. I mean, Roxy could be best depending on how it all shakes out. She's lying in the weeds. She's kind of got that dark horse thing going on where she could yeah. strike. So I've been, yeah. So and she's right not now far down in the faction standings. Honestly, she's gotten like she's she's got gone, but the point spread is like, big, yeah. or something. But she's not like she's not like usual suspects or anything. Right, right. right. She can't. She can't. She can't win the faction. I think mean, they can't win the, yeah. the championship down. The championship yeah. is down to the three big three at this point. Swag. Uh, corruption and the outside the Finstock exchange, which is slowly losing ground at this point. But um mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what to say on that. Uh I don't know if anybody else has any questions. Oh, we got another question in here. Brandon Buckingham. Thank you, Brandon Buck Cash. Has any competitor got revenge on a movie actor or wheel slice that caused them to lose other than Nita and Whitworth? That's a great question, Buck. That's a great question. So um, I'm thinking not necessarily that cause I think Vavida running biopics after giving Roka biopics is another <laughs> it, it's a little different, but it's kind of that similar thing where he got some redemption for that. Cause he <laughs> Right. I get that. I get that aspect of it. I get that aspect. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not sure if there's any. Any remember the Titans movie questions? Somebody's gotten the Titans question at some point. I've gotten it right. I know that's that more of just a that's general a league. That's a yeah. that's a league. That's a league. <laughs> that's a league. Right? I I just think about that one question where Sam Levine was like in the audience or right. something. Yeah. Else. I can't remember who the other header was. It was a Bibbs. Playing this one and Lawrence backwards. And oh, that! Going, come on, come on! That's right. That was funny. Oh, that was, that was so good. That was, that was hilarious. Thank you, Matthew. Always good to hear that. Thank you so much. Um, we got another question in the chat here from Brian Nussbaum. Who's your pick for comeback player of the year? For me, it's Chance. This is a difficult question. Uh, we just kind of I talked we talked about this a little bit on uh, well coming up next. Talked about this a little bit during the mm-hmm. during this week. I, I, it's hard to say because my the, the 
it depends on what you're, how you define it. Because there's been mm -hmm. nobody that really had a shitty year last year that's come back fully. Mm -hmm. um, Paul mm -hmm. Yama had a shitty end of the year. End of the year. Right. right. Great had a year leading up to it. The, just the last ability to come back from that. You could talk about Ace, who had a shitty, like, one of the worst first matches you could year. have in the first year and then came back from that and never having performed again. Um so it's hard to determine what the what your quality is. I think I one of the ones I'm leaning towards was Demolanta because he was 0-2 and, and he seemed to be on the drag mm -hmm. like last just about out right. of the out of the league almost. And then he came back and stormed through the tournament and only lost in the, in the last match. So that would be mm -hmm. my one potential choice. Uh Nussbaum, I think somebody else Brian, did you say he said chance? Mm -hmm. Chance is an argument. Had, yeah, isn't I but he also was he held the team's belt last year as well. Yeah. So, and like he had some, he ran to. I mean, you got frozen. Oh, okay, frozen. She's frozen again. She's frozen again, but that's all right. All right, I'll just talk until she gets back. I'll, you know, I'm going to take her off until she comes back. I'll take her off until she goes back. All right, she's coming back now. Oh, wait. I'm going to remember just for, just for a second until she gets. Completely on board uh, when she goes back. But I will say that uh, Chance, he did have a great uh, end of the year. Uh, he had a great year for the most part. Not great year, but a good year. But he did end up losing the belts and everything else. Oh, she's back. And we're going to switch you back. Hey. There you go. So I'll go ahead. Finish your point, Max. I was going to say, he had some tough goes, but he we never saw him completely fall apart during that year mm -hmm. to where he's still consistently been a good player. But the... <laughs> And the IG thing is more of he's just really excelled there, mm -hmm. not come back. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. that. I, I I definitely agree with you. We haven't really seen him outside of teams. We haven't, and I we didn't really see him excel in singles like we thought he was going to this season. Um, but honestly, I, I I think Snyder. Snyder could be. Yeah, last yeah. year, like I was he, he kind of yeah, I mean, after, you know, his loss to Oyama, he lost to Irwin, and, you know, they lost the team belts, obviously, a, while, a little bit, a wide a bit ago, but mm -hmm. we didn't really see him come back in full force until what feels like very, very recently, and this is, this whole Snyder-Sans situation is happening, and he's coming back in full force. I am curious to see how the team's tournaments would go, because that might be that might solidify it for him, honestly. And all, and even his other team's match that he had at the beginning of the year, yeah, they lost, but they had to push who's the boss to beating the team's points record in order to do that. So yeah. I, I definitely, I see your, uh, I do see your point there. And I would, mm -hmm. I think seeing how the team's tournament goes, he could definitely walk his way into that conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, a couple, a couple people were saying it was the Irwin versus Ruka. That's right. It was Irwin when uh, when Sam Levine, the Inglorious Bastards question. That's my. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, oh, that's no. right. Yes, I did. I did. I recently rewatched re that one, and I yes. Um, I will uh, just one last name I'll throw out there, only because there's no clear cut and there's no clear like there's no clear cut winner at all. This this guy mm -hmm. wouldn't win it to me, but I almost feel like he could be nominated, and that would be a win. Is Mark Riley? Because last year, he, everybody counted him out completely on us, besides okay. his boss. He came back. He had the tournament run, which wasn't bad. He won a couple matches of the tournament. He seemed like he made a, a statement that he was 
hanging around at least. He's kind of right. better than he was. I don't think I I vote for him as as player of the come a player of the year. But I wouldn't mind seeing him get a nice nomination as like a reward for that kind of how he yeah. started studying. Yeah, agreed. What do you think about Liz? Well, Shannon Miller's a potential. That's yeah. because she did. Yeah, I mean, obviously slaying this year. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, I, I, I don't remember him, her winning much. I don't want to say, I don't she remember won her, her first in general last year. She won her first She three, won her first few. Yeah. And then lost to, but her losses were to Polyama and Ben Bateman while mm-hmm. they're both having their big runs that they had. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and she didn't lose big. She just, just yeah. kind of ran to buzz yeah. sides. Um, right. She wasn't in the conversation with some of the, you know, better right. draft picks kind of thing she was still known as like a sleeper sleeper competitor <laughs> yeah. I, I think she was just yeah i think she was just more underrated this year and now we're just seeing how good she really is versus we thought oh she's not really that good and now she's really blowing the roof off perry mm-hmm. I, I saw that Chris I'm saying want to give Perry Lisa Peace. I think maybe maybe a nomination, but she, she didn't play for a while. She did come back and had the one match where she shocked the world uh-huh. and took out Kalinowski. I don't she's know been in Jurassic Park matches though. Like right. we've seen her compete. But we've also seen her lose like a long while ago with the yeah. Scream Queens, like a lot a lot ago. So but hypothetically, I think she would be in definitely in much more contention if she she does well in the team's tournament. That could like happen. if she yeah, you know, with uh, the witching power, if they beat, you know, um, um, Zipper and Adam, right. and hypothetically, mm-hmm. if they somehow beat the Founding Fathers. Yeah. Ooh, boy. And the horror free for all that we have coming up. I, I don't know if, I don't know, we don't know who's competing in that, but I think she would be a strong potential candidate for competing in that. So if she does well mm-hmm. in that, or, or if she wins the horror free for all. Oh, she's not in the horror free for all. She's not. That's, that's, that's official. I, well, the thing is, well, she wasn't in the promo. Uh, Haley was in the promo. Um, Haley Fouch and Bibbs was in the promo. But maybe that was just the promo. It wasn't like it wasn't. So, and it was I, I didn't think Bibbs was in it. Yeah, yeah. I honestly like didn't think he was. But I don't know. He was like he was like like pretty consistent in the promo. So yeah. that's why I was like. Maybe. And here's the thing: not that many people were featured in the promo. If it's a free for all, yeah. a lot more people have got to be in it than what. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it is two. It is two. Two per yeah, so that's so. eighteen people. I don't feel like eighteen people were shown in that. Oh, well, what you saying? It bibs and, right, and Haley like, were. Yeah, there was at least cool. there was at least one per faction though. I missed mm-hmm. the promo. But there was two for Quirky Mercs that was shown. I must have actually missed the promo, so I didn't see that. So after, was it in the middle of the throwdown? They showed it, or they showed it before that? It was. I thought I saw it during the throwdown at some point. I, I did have to step away and go to work at one point during this promo. So I might have done it during that. Maybe that's when I missed it. It could be. I think it was after the teams. Okay. Match last okay. Year. I could be wrong. So, all right. Well, maybe that's the case. If that's the case, maybe that's, that's, that, that ends that whole discussion if that's the case. But either way. Okay. Nerdchronic clarifies. I just needed scary clips. <laughs> oh, okay. In that case, never mind. Forget me. Everything I said. <laughs> Thanks, for I mean, Thank you for clarifying. Definite picks, but never mind. As yeah. always, thanks for rain, raining in us. us over analyzing things. Like, okay, this one frame <laughs> of the in the background, this person coming. So, that, yeah, thank you. We're, we're becoming <laughs> uh, promo critics now. <laughs> Party J saying, so want Alex. Oh, good for girl. all. So, I would love that. Sorry, boy. Party, I would love that. Oh my gosh, I would cry so much. And I just want to point out. 
Uh, oh wait, I'll do that too. Wait, wait. That could be the name of your faction. They could change the name of the drugs to the Josh Eckwood Gumption. Why? I will say also. Oh, yeah, that's not a great season. I disagree. I disagree. He found his home with the, uh, the final exam. He's done pretty well except for the last match, and he had a perfect game in the tournament. So he did. So he did pretty well considering how much he. So I think he's got potential there, but either way, I, I understand the argument either way. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not he's not going rock shot through the whole league, but he's not he hasn't fallen totally from his tier. Okay, fair enough. Uh, last question we'll take. I thought I just had I said it. totally. Okay. You're right, totally. He's just falling like 75 percent. That's all. Dean Morgan, what faction do you think Mike goes to if he's not with corruption next season? <laughs> If he can't be corruption, let's say okay. Let's 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 add it. Add something to it. We'll say he's uh-huh. definitely playing, but he's not playing. Right. I taking up the. I feel storyline wise for him to not be on corruption anymore. He almost has to sort of face again, and him being with the quirky mercs, that whole vibe of comic books, coy stuff like that could be fun and get face Mike back. I can't honestly. That's the problem, though, about with our little story we came up with. Oh, Mike leaves. I can't think of another faction where he fits in his current personality role type. So I think he'd have to reevaluate his character to move anywhere. And so it kind of just depends on what he reworks it as. If that makes sense. So, um, well, we did talk about how Ra- Roxy. Ra- I almost called her Roxy, and <laughs> I'm like, that's not her name. Roxy. Roxy. I'm, I have a weird, I don't know, I have a, no, a weird accent now. Raxi, uh, we're going to talk about how, we talked about earlier how similar they are. You know, you can make the argument that, you know, if he can succeed with, you know, Shannon, no reason why he couldn't succeed hmm. with Raxi. Um, <laughs> that just sounds so weird. But honestly, I could see him succeeding well with Winston. I really do. Low key. Um, yeah. I will say. Okay. Meg, what about what about you, Meg? Do you have a do you have a pick? Um, I was throwing out a couple different ideas in my head, and she says you guys were talking about like Kaiser popped up. Um, maybe not necessarily the best fit management style wise, but I'm I'm thinking more of kind of the more of the vibe that you maybe get from them. Um, Winston, I feel like already. Although I don't know, he's he's done he's done really good taking decent players and really elevating to that them to that next level. Mm-hmm. Well, but it would depend my- on it would depend on who else is on the squad though too, because like and Kalinowski is very similar to Bateman. They need to feel like they're the top dogs, um, and so it's not even as much about the manager as who else are they going to be pairing up with. Okay. You can literally make that argument for any faction manager, though. I mean, honestly, I certain, certain competitors are much more obvious about it than others. I like, want to throw it out. In that case, maybe it's just more about, so do you think the faction is more important than the manager in, in certain cases for certain competitors? I can definitely yes. understand that. Absolutely. Um, yes. I can see that for Ben. Not Mike as much, but I can definitely see that argument for sure. One last thing I'll throw out there. I do want to wrap this up, though. We do have one more stream left to get to. So uh, since they do Patreon plans, I will, <laughs> even though we want to wrap up, I will go with that. But I want to throw right. out there just a thought, interesting thought. And you might hear me out, Gucci. And here's why. 
I think there's an actual absolute chance that Gucci ends up with none of his top four. I think the Founding Fathers could go. We already know Bateman's going. We already kind of feel like a Barbarian wants to go with Bateman, almost like they're packaging each other up the way they've been kind of talking yeah. each other up in a way. I could see Finstock losing Dan, John, Finstock, uh, Barbarian, and Ben. And if that case, mm-hmm. take a top like, like Mike Kanowski. That'd be an interesting, be good interesting fit. Interesting mm-hmm. fit. But either way, all right, let's move on real quick to our last stream line. We do have uh, Nat sick guys. No more. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move out. We're a little bit over what I wanted to go tonight. But Ben's boy hashtag Ben's boy donated a great amount. Thank you. Thoughts on the lethal weapon versus deception match. Now we're going to break down the team tournament when they come up. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll, so we'll do this a little quickly. Now uh, I will say I want, I want lethal weapon because I'm mm-hmm. our Lord and savior. And I want to see Ethan and guy do well together. It's so hard to think how Collins is going to lose though, but maybe this is how Collins loses. Maybe this is how he loses because he has a teammate and that's nothing knocking Marisol at all. Cause Marisol has proven itself pretty, him good as well, but mm-hmm. Alex might have to lose as a as a as a teammate with a teammate than he was somebody else. Um, I don't know. I, I it's a toss up right now to me. It depends. I, I can't vote against Collins, but my heart tells me I want to see Drew and 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 Ethan win. Kelsey, go ahead. I, despite being Tank Bateman, I love Drew. I adore him. Ethan is just this amazing power force, but I'm a corruption girl very strongly, and I love. I love Deception. I think that's a great team up. I'm super excited for it. I feel like it's going to be a good match. I do have Deception pulling the win, though. Wow. Okay. Okay. Alex, head us up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Right in my soul whenever you do that, my girl, uh, my love. Very sad. Very sad. <laughs> um, I, I even pointed it out. Um, where was it? Um, wow, we have a lot of training sessions here, don't we? Snarf. Uh, I made a little thingy. Look at that. So I have mm-hmm. weapons walking out of this. So, yeah, so I have, yeah, so I think I have which, yeah, so lethal weapons. Oh, yeah, there it is, opposites. Lethal weapons, I think, are they're going to win and win this whole thing. That's wow. my, that's okay. how much love. And affection I have for our Lord and Savior Andrew Guy. All right, all right, there it is, there it is. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this is a great episode we had here. Leave that like, that subscribe, leave us a comment. Go to our uh, podcast anywhere you can get podcasts. Hit subscribe and rate us there. We're getting uh, some pretty cool reviews there as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alice. Always uh, adding some visual uh, hijinks to our shows. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> adding something. Let, uh, I had them here. I had them both here. They're like ready to go. They're from Schmobates. We're going to promote what we're doing this week. Uh, of course, tomorrow I have a lab can throw in there. Tomorrow night, please come back. Uh, we got a good one here. Hold on. I am so excited about that. It's so, it's gonna be so good.
<laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait to get him on board for that. So Josh Bakuga, the wild man, tomorrow night. And I will actually tease something, too, by the way. You should also check out Action Industries tomorrow night. The Action Guys, uh, Brad Gilmore is going to be a guest. And they have an announcement about Action Industries. Not Schmodown related, but Action Industries as an announcement. Uh, so catch that at 8 o'clock. Could be uh, very cool. Very cool. Um, and then this week, we also have, of course, Alex. You want to talk about uh, your show, one of our greatest shows we've had? Uh, yeah, I'm super excited, guys. I'm going to be having uh, Robert Adams. He's actually in the chat. He is actually going to be one of our competitors this coming Wednesday. I can't remember what day it's going to be. On the 21st, on the 21st, it's going to be an episode really kind of themed on this match. Uh, well, the, the whole Schmodown throwdown that we just had. And I, that's how, like I said, I was writing my questions while watching it. So it's definitely very much themed on that. But Robert Adams is going to be one of the competitors. Abby for real is actually my co-host. I'm really excited. I just booked my, my ghost judge. I'm mega excited to have them on board. And he's going to be going up against Ferris Mustana. I can't pronounce the last name, so please forgive me. And please Meow Fana, right? Meow Fana. Meow. That one. That one. I'm like the worst when it comes to names. It's like, I'm, I'm so embarrassing. But I'm mega excited. It's going to be, uh, it's we're bringing on uh, people from a few other really awesome shows, so I'm pretty excited. So uh, we also had the ex experience that uh, Mr. Adams actually sent us something uh, that he wanted to get out there into the world. So I think we'll, we'll put that out there now. Let's see what happens here. Hey, Ferris, you think you could take on one of the OGs of Schmodown reactions on a Schmodown debate? <laughs> Let's see. Let's check this out on Wednesday. Come on, bring it. Wow, Robert Adams is ready to play. Oh. Dang, this is going to be a match. Mm -hmm. It Robert, is being Sir. I would check All out the, the general heat. debate, Robert. Just check out the general debate and see what you're up against because Ferris is going to bring it. The Honey Badger is ready to go. I can tell you that much. So. He's good. Thanks, Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina. Yeah. It's, it's a wig, but I'm thinking about making it permanent. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> uh, that will be Schmobase. And then, of course, we'll have Call live as always next week. We don't have any other shows going this week, do we? Only. We're going to do a breakdown. We might do a call live. We'll have to say. I do Twitch. Mm -hmm. Twitch. That's right. We should, I should plug Twitch. We have been doing Twitch on Tuesdays generally. Nat and uh, mm -hmm. Nat and uh, I want to say Dan. I keep trying to say Nat and Danny. It's Dylan. Nat and Dylan have been running our Twitch shows with other guests, and they've had a lot of fun playing games and making fun of me when I'm not there because uh, that's what they do. And it's all good. I love them for it. It is what you do. It is what you do. It's what you do. It's so easy. <laughs> I am. But anyway, uh, that's what we will say. That is our show for tonight. Alice, to plug your, your, I would say plug yourself. I didn't want to say that. So let's <laughs> what's your going on? Private, sir. I, I, I stopped myself. Well, we I, talk about ladies, I just not transfer to this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're recording, okay? <laughs> that's private. <laughs> or is it? That's for OnlyFans, okay? No. Yeah, that's for our OnlyFans um, coming up soon. And there's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes. Um, I, I was. I'm pretty excited. We're gonna be here upcoming this week. We're gonna be covering another horror movie that I really, really love. Um, I'm. Gonna, I'm just confirming it right now with Drew. We're gonna be covering that on Tuesday on Cinebias. It's a movie. Uh, it's a TV show that her and I we dive into movies that really challenge us as individuals and to just kind of find a breakdown our movie biases and you know all that good stuff. Also, speaking of which, Sabrina, if you want to come by and hang out with us for Cinebias, that would be dope. 
just pointed that out there. Um, <laughs> um, but also I do a show with uh, Mornings of the Outlaw, you know, every Tuesday and Thursday, we kind of dive into movie news of the week of the day, whatever you just want to chat and argue about. Cause surprise, we argue a lot. So yeah. And okay. on Wednesday. Okay. Wow. Mags, where can the folks find you? You can find me here on this channel where I'm jumping in on a lot of the breakdowns, doing all that fun stuff. If you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, it is Megs underscore reclaimed. And otherwise, uh, Facebook, I also do a lot of the postings on the uh, MTS Facebook and the faction pages with all the recaps. So if you want to catch more of that, you can find them there. All right. Kelsey, how about you? All right, you can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram. I also have a cosplay Instagram, which is Miss Quinkins. I found some of my wigs and stuff, if you can't tell. So I'm super excited to wear more costumes and do more photo shoots and things. So check that out there. Twitch, I'm hoping to get back on. I had this big plan of buying these super hot challenge chips that are like 20 million Scoville or whatever. And the store was sold out, so that's not happening. But I have all kinds of plans for Twitch. So find me on Twitch at KelseyKinsGamer. Awesome. And uh, for me, I'm going to try to be brief. I feel like I've been John Rook recently doing a lot of dope, a lot of shows. I've been adding on to myself. I already talked about chill, so I won't talk about that. Uh, but Action Industries, you can find me every week. Uh, class Action, I do a show with Richard Eric Jarvey. It's usually on Saturdays. It's going to be tomorrow afternoon instead. Tomorrow, Beverly Hills Cop 2 versus Lethal Weapon 2 with guest Maddie Gunner. Um, I also produce Ooh. Action Industry stuff, so I'll be on backstage producing for Ben and Drew it that way. Um, you can also find me. Uh, producing for coming up next on uh, the SCN network for Brad and Jen. This is a great show, guys. I got to say, Brad and Jen are have such great chemistry. Mm -hmm. I really hope you guys find the show, love it, support it, because uh, we want to keep that one going as long as we can. Lots and lots of fun. Uh, we're working on that, too. And finally, I have PLD Projects, which tonight post-call live probably in about a half an hour i'm going to be going live with several action army generals and other people who might want to join up I'm not sure yet we're gonna find out we'll probably do a tier list of some kind last time we did wrestling kelsey you're gonna join maybe kelsey, you're gonna you'll join. let me be there absolutely i will i love having you on you know that he uh, likes me he really likes me i'm <laughs> uh, not sure what we're gonna be ranking tonight but we'll be the last week we did wrestlers i think we're gonna do maybe musicians maybe horror we're gonna we're talk about we'll find out we'll come find out in a half an hour on pld projects uh and with that being said guys we love you come back soon and as always we salute you take care everybody. and wear masks